doing out in these streets, lay room. What you doing out in these streets? What you doing out? What you what you doing out? What you what you doing out in these streets? What you doing out in these streets, lay room? We in these streets. The only reason why this is here is not to make me look cool or anything. <laughs> you look like all like professional. I feel like I'm in a job interview now. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you talking about? <laughs> like the way you're sitting there, the keyboard's there, like you know. It's cock funny. Like, really, like, no. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. No, fuck that. I don't. I don't know. I don't like to call this an interview. It's just a conversation. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Two people going for coffee. Mm. Kind of vibe and just relax and just you know. Oh, wait, just speak. speak. About. <laughs> yeah, you just speak, man. You just speak. It's like. um the moment you say interview then it's like oh it gets so tense yeah it's all so formal all of a sudden yeah and nah, i don't i don't like the formal vibe yeah it's, yeah it's just in a conversation to get to know each other and yeah. to chat about whatever anything uh, anything god anything <laughs> sit here talk about politics a politics <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go there we can go there hey, hey, hey. i'm not a fan of politics but if you want to go we can go no, I'm not a fan either. Like, mm. at all. like at some points, like, it like just becomes like I'm just not interested anymore. Mm. <laughs> all of these people, like I'm like you know, all of these people are scammers in their own way. Yeah, so, like it's exhausting. It's a very corrupt system and organization. Yeah, man, it's it's hard to find people who are actually for the people, like truly for the people. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, do you do you see ghosts as well? Like. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Don't do cuck. So, like, you know, when you guys were talking about that thing. So, I was listening to the podcast that you guys did. Yeah. And I was sitting there and, like, they were speaking about the picture. Oh, that photo. Yeah, the photo. And then, like, Justin said, uh, like, I think I have the photo somewhere. And I was shouting, like, I have it. It's in my house. <laughs> it's right here. It's literally on the fridge right now. Wait, just, just explain to people. Like, I had Justin and Johnny African mm. over here. And I didn't know that they knew you, yeah. you were connected in some way. It just happened, we just spoke about you and it mm. came up. And then it kind of put the pieces together that you guys are related in some way. Yeah. And then I got a message from you to say, y'all listen to the podcast and mm. I've got this photo. Mm-hmm. Now, Justin and Johnny see ghosts, like they've experienced ghosts and shit. And they told me some stories about ghosts. So, and they said like, they have this, photo they took this they were yeah. this family gathering right and i took a family photo yes but of my mom and my uncle is so it? two people in the oh there only two people yeah oh okay and when after the photo was developed because back in the day it was it was taken on a phone was it on a phone yeah so like oh, somebody shit. somebody took the picture i remember and we were about to leave yeah it was like a family gathering whatever and we were about to leave and then someone was in the car and we were like about to leave and then someone just said who is this in this photo? And we all just looked and all of a sudden we stayed like for another hour trying to investigate and we stood on that spot and we're looking, what could it possibly be? And you have no idea who no. this person is. And the is. way, it's so funny, the way the picture was taken, it looks like there should be three people in it. But the way they were standing, the way they were standing, there was another space for a person, but there were only two people. But the way it was taken, it was it looked like a third person should have, have actually been Have you got it with there. you now? I think I do. Fuck. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to see this. I think I do. I really don't I think if I, I want do. to see this. Fuck. But, eh, it was... It's a scare. It's like a, a 
Can it's, you see it's, it's a ghost? It's legit a face. You just see the face. You like, see a face. Fuck, and we're looking I, like... I don't want nightmares tonight. And this picture was taken in the daytime. And you could see, you can see the things, cheekbones and everything. And what? we like investigated the bricks and like... And stuff it's daytime. Like yeah, and we're looking like maybe it's like a pattern on the bricks and stuff. But the bricks are like, a, it's like a neutral pattern basically. Fuck. And I was so shocked by this picture. And they still, what did they, they spoke about um, the dog that passed yes, away. Yes, yes, yes. So like, I have a similar story in the house. Wait, wait, wait. Let's first, let's first do this and then we can move on to other encounters of the supernatural. Okay, it's, yeah. a, it's a picture of the picture. Okay. I got you. So you can see. Next to my uncle. Oh, fuck. That is, that is fucking freaky. <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. Wait, oh. I don't even want to see it again. <laughs> you can zoom in. Don't zoom in. <laughs> That is such a face. Oh my gosh. And you can see there's like a reflection type of thing. We didn't know what that was reflecting off of. Oh, dude. That is... Wait, wait. Oh, that is... That's... Oh. Oh, dude, that... <laughs> it's... <sighs> and we have no idea who this person is. Fuck. And, yeah, it was quite... It was quite freaky. I don't know, know why I looked at this photo. <laughs> <laughs> you told me you didn't want to see it. That actually. is like some movie shit. Mm-mm. And we have this photo and we have kept it for so long. We were like, this person's part of the family. Fuck. She clearly wanted to be in the picture, so let's keep her in. You can it's see okay. it's a woman. Yep. You can see it's a woman. Fuck. It's, yeah. Uh, I got chills, bro. <laughs> and that, that house, I'm glad I don't live there anymore because it was, it was something wrong there. Fuck. Okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should not have asked. <laughs> what? Um... Encounters have you had? Okay, so yeah, the other encounter I had was also at their place. Yeah. And one of my friends was with as well. So their their dog recently passed away. Yeah. And they were speaking about how the dog used to walk. And I didn't know this at the time. Mm. They used to hear the dog, even after the dog passed away. So I was like, you guys are probably imagining it, you know. It's no big deal. Yeah. So my friend and I were there house sitting for them. They were on holiday somewhere. Mm. And so we slept in the room where Justin and Johnny slept. So we shared oh, yeah. a room. Yeah. And the, the door was open. The bedroom door was open. And where my bed was, I could see into the passageway. And now we were like just about to go sleep. And we know there's no dog inside the house. We know this for a fact because we yeah. checked. Yeah. They had a puppy at the time. But the, the puppy was outside. Okay. Um, and... I just said goodnight and I put my head down and I just heard footsteps of a dog coming down the passage and I looked, <laughs> I looked at the passageway and it stopped, the sound stopped just when it got to the doorway Holy but there was nothing shit. there and my friend, this is how I knew it wasn't crazy because my friend even sat up, he was like, what the hell, what was that? And I said, well, it's clearly a dog <laughs> and my friend is sitting there, he's like, go check. So I'm like, no I won't, I'm just going to go sleep, I will ignore what just happened. <laughs> Because I knew what it was, because they said they heard their dog. So I'm like, it must be the dog. Let's just hope it's not some hellhound or something. Yeah. And I went, I would sleep like a baby. My friend was still awake for probably an hour after that. But I was like, you know, <laughs> I know the dog. The dog was friendly, so <laughs> it was okay. No, dude, what if it crossed over and it became this vicious psycho killer dog? I don't love this, so it was, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, but you slipped, like your throat is, your throat is open, like. Like, you know, there were so many things that happened, hey, like, I always feel like there must be a logical explanation for why yeah. something is happening. 
But like even even then, I, if I can't figure out the logic, I'll just be like, you know what? Okay. There was this one time where, um, so in my room in the mm-hmm. house I currently stay in now, the there's a PC in the room. Yeah. Now every night I switch this PC off. I don't rest mode or anything. I put it off. off, off shut right, down. Shut down. Done. Yeah. And it was half past two in the morning. I was still busy. I was busy working actually. Mm. I was actually about to go sleep, but then something popped into my head, and then I was awake. And okay. I had to like write mm. it down, record it, and stuff. And I was sitting there, and I hear this PC go on, and I looked, and I'm like, "But I put you off, like off, off." And like it, just, it started up, and I looked at this thing, and I'm like, "Well, good night then." I calmly, I calmly got up, <laughs> put the computer off again, <laughs> and I went to go sleep. I'm like, "That's a sign. I'm not going to investigate this." Fuck. Because you know, I I learn from the horror movies. Like if they, for example, if there's like a sound or something I hear outside, yeah, I am that person that goes to investigate. So I, if it was a horror movie, I would <laughs> die first. I would die first. But yes. with but with that, I just you know I ignore it now. What else have you encountered? Oh, there was the 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 man in the brown pants. I remember. My my brother and my mom saw him as well. So we lived in this house yeah. in Curls River. We moved in and we found out that the, somebody died, obviously, now in this house. So I'm like, okay, this is the man we've seen. Clearly, yes. Yeah. Uh, my mom had the encounter with him. She was teaching here at the time and she was busy marking. Now this house was huge. It was like seven bedrooms wow. and it looked like... You know, if you see a horror movie and you see the house that these people move into mm. and you ask them, why the hell would you go there? Yeah. It looks a bit dodgy. It was that kind of house. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, but then wow. we, when we moved in, it looked kind of creepy, but then we painted it and it looked rather nice. Okay. But I mean, like a fresh uh, coat of paint won't get rid of jack shit, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so my mom was busy. Um, she was sitting in the dining room and where she was sitting, she could see, she could see the stairway. Mm-hmm. And she was busy marking, and you know that feeling that you get when somebody's looking at you. You, mm. get, you know someone is actually yes, looking at you. Someone's watching you. And she, like, she was marking, and she looked up, and this dude, an old man in a brown pants, she described him to the T, was looking down the staircase, like looking at her. And she looked up, she looked down, and just carried on. My mom ignored it flat. And then she never spoke about it until Holy my shit. until my brother had the encounter with him. So he went out, uh, came back a bit late. Is he older or younger than you? He's older than older. me. Older. Yeah, and then um, he was making coffee in the kitchen. And then the dining room where my mom was sitting, Yeah. Um, you can see that from the kitchen. So he was busy making coffee and he turned around and he saw this man in the brown pants standing by the sliding door just looking out. <laughs> just looking out, straight out. <laughs> and he left him alone. And then he said, he, the next morning he spoke to my mom about it. And he, my mom said, but yeah, I saw him as well. So now I'm thinking, okay, both of you are simultaneously crazy, right? Fuck, bro. Until, until it happened to me. Now this is now the thing. I, this is how I know if shit should ever go down, especially yeah. in my house, like, yeah. self-preservation first. <laughs> I'm like, my thing is, I'm the, I'm the youngest. You guys have lived long enough. <laughs> Okay, I have more. I have more years to catch up I'm on you guys. The fuck right? out. I'm getting out. So what happened was, I was so I was I was out as well. I came home, and now my room was at the very top of the staircase, the mm. first door to the left. That was my room. Okay. And then further down the passage uh, was my brother's room. who saw him the first time, at when uh, when he was looking out the sliding door. Yeah. So, 
I came home and I walked up the staircase and now the staircase kind of, it kind of does like, like a turn. So you walk up a few and then you turn and you walk up that way. So when I walked up the first part of the staircase and I turned to the next part, I saw this man on the top of the staircase walking towards my brother's room. And I stood, I first froze, I like stood dead. I'm like, who the hell is this dude? But then I saw man, old man in brown pants. I know the description. Yes. So I know who this person is and I'm like, look. And this guy slowly walked into my brother's room. And you know what, what I did as a good brother? I went into my room, locked the door, and left. <laughs> so you didn't even tell I him? I didn't even I didn't tell didn't, him, wake him up. You didn't give him a heads up. Nothing. And Bro, then you got a ghost And then I, I, I went to go lie down, and I'm like, I'm going to ignore that. Maybe I'm just tired. Or maybe I'm drunk. We know something. <laughs> maybe something's <sighs> wrong. And then a few minutes later, his radius hi-fi in his room was so loud. It just switches up. It was loud and was just static. And you know, like when there's no signal, oh, that yeah, kind, yeah, that kind yeah, of sound, that, 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 yes, and it was so loud. My dad, my dad woke up, it's like, why the hell is your Wi-Fi so loud? And he didn't know what it was, but I, I, I had a feeling it was that bad dude that decided to put on the thing. <sighs> Needless just, to say, we didn't, we didn't stay there for very long. Just, okay, <laughs> uh, clearly. And it's a good thing, I guess, but what did this man look like? Like, can you describe him? He was, he was, he, I, I didn't see his face, I saw the back of his head. Yeah. So he was, yeah, I just saw gray hair and he was wearing a white shirt with that, you know, it was like a, like a chino. Okay. It was like a, a chino kind yeah, of a brown. brown chino, you know. yeah. But he was, was he white, was he black? White, white man, yeah. Was he white, white man? Guy. Really? Mm. And like, did your mother see his face? Yes, my mom saw his face, but she never said like, if he had like facial hair or anything. Yeah, yeah. Just said like old Didn't man. Didn't go into detail. Yeah. But it was... Woo! <laughs> my dad also had a similar experience in that same house. Really? Where, um, you know, when you can see, like, if you sit down on a couch, especially, you can yeah. see it, like, go down. So that happened to him in the lounge, in that same house. So he didn't see the man, but he saw the... He just saw the chair do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, get an aspirin. Yeah. <laughs> was, my father was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Done. Fuck. Mm-mm. But, I've, yeah, I firmly believe that he is... There's a lot of things about life we don't understand. And like, with me, logic plays a big role. Like, I mm. need proof of like, yeah. you know, this exists actually. And when I saw that dude, I was like, okay, well. I, I was like, but I'm not even gonna talk to this dude. I'm not gonna acknowledge his existence. Yeah. <laughs> as far as he knows, I can't see him. So I just went on with my life, like normal. But it's, it, it, was, it was quite hectic. But you get yeah. used to all these things. Like, like yeah, I remember, you used- <laughs> I remember the sleep, like sleep paralysis. Oh, now yeah. you know how people yeah. say when they are yeah, pissed yeah, yeah, down yeah. in the bed, they immediately think it's a ghost. Yeah. But that is not, obviously not the case. No, yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's, sleep paralysis. It's been proven the, scientific research about that. Yeah, so that made me comfortable. So when I had sleep paralysis the first time, I knew what it was. Yeah. So it didn't really scare me. Mm. Um, and then I just like, but the, the feeling is pretty crap. Mm. Like That's, you were, yeah, it's like so you are, you are, you are there. But you're not there. You're not, like, <laughs> and you're trying everything and I, like, I, like the last time I had it, I felt like I was fighting somebody yes. with me. Like, I, and I was swearing, I was fighting yes. down, like, <laughs> fuck off me. Like, I was punching, I was, I was, I was throwing some air blows out here. And I was like, I was really fat like it. And I, 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 it's like, I wanted to speak, but I couldn't get the words properly out yeah. of my mouth. Yes. And I was like, fuck. I was like. And that is like, it's like <sighs> your, your, it's like your body is basically a slow computer. It's like just taking yes, a while to start. Yes, up. it's like I was like roofied or something. Yeah, it's like loading, <laughs> loading. Please wait. <laughs> yeah. Till everything comes back. But when that happens, I always like try and 
like I focus on like my fingers and my toes. Like, oh. because, like, if you try and move your whole body, you kind of panic if you oh, can't move at all. that's interesting. So, I'll just sit there and, like, just, like, just, just my index finger. And then I'll just focus there. And the minute I do that, then, like, everything oh, starts to loosen get, up. Oh, then everything wow. starts waking up because you're starting to move on oh, your own. Wow. So, you don't panic as much. That's interesting. I'm going to try that next time. I'm going to remember that, though. Ho- hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, there is the next time yeah, because you no, don't I, wish that I on your worst wanna. enemy. No. So you okay? So you believe there is some supernatural entities out there? Yes, I do. Really? I do. And, wow. If, if, okay. Besides this man now, any anything else in the dog? Anything else that you've seen? Oh, the shadow people. <laughs> the what? <laughs> My brother calls it shadow people. <laughs> when you see people walk in the corner of your eye, but it's like it's like happens so quickly. But then you just like maybe it's just your reflex or something just caught your eye or something so i don't think that's actually anything i don't see shadow people but bro. yeah he keeps saying like you see shadow people i'm like maybe your peripheral vision is just fucked up or something <laughs> but no um when it comes to th- actually there was this occasion but i think i might have just been yeah um because it happened when i had the sleep paralysis thing okay but this never happened to me because i think i think i was caught in in between a dream and reality so like I could like, I saw my room. Mm-hmm. So I was awake, like I saw my, my TV was on, two and a half men was playing, I could tell you that in detail. Okay. So I know I wasn't <clears throat> dreaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I couldn't move. So clearly not all of me is awake. Mm. And I was, I was lying on my, on my side and I could see, I could see two and a half men playing in my peripheral vision, but there was something on the left of the TV. Mm. It was, I could see, it was actually a person. It was the height of a person, but it was dark, 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 pitch black. So you couldn't see. So I couldn't see any detail. Details. Yeah. So I was, and I looked in the corner, I could see it. And that is when I started panicking. Because there is something there and I can't turn to look at it. <laughs> and then um, I saw it start moving. It, it came towards me. And I, in the corner of my eye, I literally see it do that, like reach out for me. And the minute that happens, my dad walks in and then I could move. And I turned, he put the light on, the thing was just gone. And then I looked and I looked at my father and I was like, okay, that was a bit messed up. Fuck. That was a bit messed up. So I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. The, the house we live in as well is also pretty old. So I don't know, maybe someone died there as well. That's but don't reach out for me, man. And you know what? I, and I actually got up and, and I was like, you know what, ghost? Whatever you Did are. Did you say that? Yeah, I was like, audible. I'm like, you know what? I'm awake now. Come now. Don't, don't sneak up on me while I'm sleeping. <laughs> Be brave. sneak up on me. Tell, come on, take look, me on. Look at you. Take me on. <laughs> I want it. I refuse. Calling these niggas out you. No, my friend. That's cock funny. I have worked way too hard <laughs> to be killed by something that's already dead. You had your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Calm the fuck down. Why say that again? Oh my fuck. Say that again. I've, I've worked too hard to be killed by something that's already dead. It's true though, you can't, oh, you can't be defeated by something oh, that was already here. Yeah? You, had, you had your choice. Oh my god. <laughs> I never that before. That's kind funny. And it's so fucking true. Like, yeah, you, yeah, these people in horror movies, you know, they get so frightened by this. I'm like, you already you had your chance. I'm ready for you. And they want to be sneaky about it while you're busy sleeping or something. Or in the, or in, it always happens in the dark oh or something. I'm like, you know, daytime, uh, come at me. <laughs> come at me, bro. Come, come at me, bro. I'm like, like seriously. Like, don't be, don't be so sneaky. Anybody, anybody can sneak up on anyone, you know? 
I'm just imagining you calling out this ghost. Like, come, come at me, bro. <laughs> come on, I'm, aw- I'm awake now. The lights are on. Let's go. I'm ready to rumble. I'll make some coffee. I'll wake myself up. We can go. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of fucking, like, these horror movies and these like, movies where people are possessed and shit. Yeah. I've never seen somebody like that approach before. Like in the in the in daytime, come at me, bro! Come at me now! I've never seen that. See, bro. that is why there's no Cape Town horror movie. <laughs> it won't work. <laughs> the movie will be over in like ten minutes. <laughs> come at me, bro! I'm right here. There was wait, there was one incident when I was with Jonathan and, oh, yeah, and, and yeah. Justin. So um, oh, we were busy. We were, oh, we, were, fuck, we, were, yeah. we were playing pool. Yeah. And the triangle. Yeah. Of of the of the of the pool board, it was on mm. top of a speaker. But now we were listening to music. Okay. Okay. So the. This thing fell twice. So the first time it fell, I just assumed it's the base of the speaker moving the thing. That's why it fell. Mm. But when it fell the first time, it fell down, downwards. Oh. Like, you know, gravity exists. Yeah. So it just fell on the floor. Picked it up, didn't think anything about it, put it back on the same as speaker. But then we just made the speaker a bit softer so there wasn't vibration, so it wasn't moving anymore. Yeah, yeah. So we continued playing, we continued playing. The next minute, this thing literally flies off the speaker. It moves off, off of it. And I looked. Like, wait, like, when you say move off, like how, how far? Like, it, like <coughs> quite a distance. It didn't just fall it down. Was, it oh, covered some ground. It, that is creepy. It basically landed like in front of me and like in front of Justin, I think was that across me at creepy. the time. And we looked, but the thing is, hey, we are so used to this. We just all looked at each other and was like, did you guys see that? Like, yes. Picked it up, put it back, carried on with the game. Shit. It's okay. We all saw that, right? So we're like, okay. Move <sighs> Fuck. Your, your, your father only had that one experience, right? With an aspirin on the couch. Yeah, but right. my, my, my dad also... He, he startles very easily for everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, um, that was, like, a wake-up call. A of yeah. Like, before he had that experience, did he believe you guys? He, he, <laughs> he believes my, he believed my mom okay. and stuff, right? Um, so he, oh, I always feel like he did, because I don't know, maybe he had occasions when he was younger. Like I, oh. I'm not, I'm not aware of any of that. But yeah, when he, when the aspirin thing happened to him, he was like, no, there's, there's something wrong with so this house. Because believable. at, because yeah. at this point, it was all happening in the same place, uh, the same house. Yeah. So we were like, you know, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Like I don't know this. Like a lot of horror movies, like white people always stay in the house and yes. have to defend the house. And yeah, but I, I'm, also, I'm, 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 I'm also a believer of that, you know. You live here now. You know, if, if, if there's a ghost there, fuck. you had your time. I'm getting the fuck out, bro. <laughs> but in all, look, in, in all seriousness. I don't right? know any spells that can fucking take out a ghost or anything. I, I watch Supernatural. Have you seen Supernatural? <laughs> I know everything. I know the salt, I know. I'm going to get like shotguns with salt around me. <laughs> A guide. I'm ready for a ghost. Fuck, bro. But anything other than a ghost, if we're talking yeah. demonic stuff here, that is where I'm fucked. I will leave immediately. I will leave everything. My wife, my children. <laughs> ev- everything. That thing must just say, get out one time. I'm like, I'll be, I'm so sorry. Yo. Carry on with it. Imagine you come, you come home and then on the wall, written like in red or blood, get out. Get out. I'm like, <laughs> good. Good to know. Sounds, sorry. Like, a, sounds like a plan. It sounds like a plan. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Yeah, I'll, you know, like, I don't know, I've never experienced it, now. and I don't, I don't know if it's real, I don't know, obviously, like, speaking to you now, and, mm. 
and Johnny and Justin, like, I think those are the first people that I really spoke to that had, like, these encounters and shit. Yeah. And I don't know, man, like, and that fucking photo just yeah. scared the <laughs> shit out of me, like, yo. Because, like, you see, you see proof of it, man. It's not, like, yeah. on some... Some show you watched on the internet or it's something. Like, I literally just showed you. You know? showed me, and it was creepy as fuck. Yo. It was... Yo! At that time, Photoshop didn't... Was Photoshop a thing that time? Uh, we uh, took how that long picture. ago was I that? I don't know. Oh, it was so long ago. And what type of phone was it? A V360. <laughs> like a... A Motorola, a Motorola V360. The flip, the flip phone. phone <laughs> that everybody that's had. That's way back. That's yeah. before smartphones. That's probably late 90s. Yeah, you barely got a you barely got a good, no. a good memory card. No, that was um, no, no, like two thousand. That was early two thousands. So somewhere in the two thousands. Because I know like, like the Nokia fifty three ten. What was that? Wait, let's Google that. The fifty three ten was how long ago was that? Let's Google that. But I know the Motorola when we when <laughs> that, the V three sixty came out, like everybody had it. Yeah, everybody. That was like the first flip phone. Moto. Oh, oh, there we go. Motorola. The V3, V360, no? V360, there we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the one. Holy shit. Look at it. When was it released? 2005. 2000, yeah. Yes, 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 shit. yes, yes. That's when I, was, I started high school in 2006, so that's when I remember. We, that's we got a century ago. ago. Wow. Dude, this is like before like they had proper quality with cameras and stuff. Yeah, look, them. <clears throat> they didn't even have like proper memory cards even for your phone. Yeah. You could take one photo and that's it. Yeah, you like you had you had three <laughs> songs and you were so excited. Yeah, yeah, you still had um, you could buy ringtones. Man. Buy ringtones and yeah. But now as we as we have grown older, nobody has a song as a ringtone anymore. That's so weird. I highly doubt. I don't know when also heard someone. I, I don't. I I've got all everything standard on this phone. Everything standard. I I I pranked my dad. I changed his ringtone to um that PPAP song. I don't know if you know that song. Uh-uh. Have you not seen that song? Uh-uh. <laughs> PPAP. Oh, this, it was the stupid song that came out, I don't know when, but... PPAP. Yeah, oh my... Like this. PPAP. Sorry, PPAP. There you go. Yeah. That, that guy there. This. This Chinese dude with a... Or Japanese dude with a... I don't know this song. Leopard print thing. It is, it is the worst and the best thing you'll ever hear in your life. But you know, before this video starts, eh, like Mm. you are obviously an artist in your own right, eh? so you know what it's like to sit and think about lyrics and and come up with new things. eh? For sure. Listen to the simplicity of this. I don't want to call him a name, but I mean, I I don't actually want to play because I might take it down from YouTube. A a child could, a child could play it. Okay, wait. Come up with this. Okay, I'm gonna keep this here. I'm gonna listen to it later because I'm scared they're gonna take it down. Oh yeah. Because, okay. Okay, but I'm gonna keep it there. But it looks, it, it, it looks like a, yeah. If you look at that photo alone, it's yeah. like this guy just made a joke about something and it just became viral and Is it? yeah. Okay. And my father hates that. He hates so, it. Yeah, it. I made it with his ringtone. Or, Fuck, bro. But I do, I do these these random pranks with him. Like <laughs> I would change his wallpaper. Is it? <laughs> like he would go to the bathroom or something, and the next minute. He will look at his phone and you'll see like a wallpaper of Pikachu or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what the hell is this thing? Heavy. Uh, uh. Fuck, bro. I don't know. God. Ghosts, man. Ghosts. Ghosts are, are real for you guys, I guess. Mm. I, I'm still on the fence about it. I'm still... I don't know. The thing is what you must remember is that we are all like, you know, we are all living beings like where yeah. does our consciousness come from and all yeah. that stuff. so it's not 
like you know the the universe in itself mm-hmm. is gigantic it's huge. so like they are I will not be surprised if there's intelligent life out there somewhere. No. But if that is a possibility, then you know maybe exactly. they like there's a different place that you go to when mm. you when you die. die like because yeah. obviously you know religion as as you know there's heaven, there's hell, yeah, and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But you know <clears throat> whether it is actually that you know mm. you you don't know you don't know. So yeah. there could be like you know like. A glitch in the matrix there somewhere <laughs> when people true. aren't <laughs> passing on <laughs> yeah don't cross over kind of thing yeah i like to think of um reincarnation as a thing you know really like you like you die and you come back as something else or? yeah because i feel it's unfair to <clears throat> only do this once you know <laughs> like there's a there's a theory actually where it's this one guy believes that um <clears throat> you 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 live this life over and over again until you get it right Like Groundhog Day, have you seen that movie? Yeah. Yeah. But obviously you make different choices and mm. until you get it right and then that's when you die or whatever, move on or I don't know. So do you just, do you, just, do you start <clears throat> in a different body? I don't know, that that's the thing. Because if that's this was just a reset of the life I already have now, yeah. like imagine you just, like I'm born in 92, so when mm. I die, I'll just wake up in 1992 again, <laughs> no, I, I, start I, all over again. I don't think it's like that. I think you, you continue from the moment you die, but yeah. you just... So maybe you do some, something else. Yeah, right? come back as a, in a different body or something. It's like, there's a whole bunch of theories to that. Like the religious aspect where you die and you go to heaven and, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's this other theory where your consciousness lives in something else. Yeah. Let, let's say in an animal, you come back as an animal or... No, I don't. I don't. I don't want that. You know, it's like you know, that. I'm a, I'm a human being. I want to become a human <laughs> a being. Human like you know, stick stick to that. Would you want to come back though? After you die, would you want to come back in a? Would you want to just pass on and over and go into a place where it's much better? It's it's just consciousness, other consciousness around you, and it's happy. It's. I, I I don't know. You know that's a, yeah that is a actually a very interesting question. The thing is um when I think about that is obviously when you if you do come back mm-hmm. like you should have no memory of your past life because if mm. I have to have a memory of this life in my next life yeah. I'll be like you know I did school already. Why the hell am I doing this? <laughs> this some bullshit. It, yeah, it'll be depressing actually the yeah. first few years because I'm like I didn't I've done this before. Yeah, I have to go through this shit again. Um obviously if you don't remember what I've seen I've seen like programs of people who sort of remember their past lives and mm. that is quite hectic. That is. So maybe there's like a point where you actually do get a glimpse of it. Mm. Maybe maybe when you dream, you just it, maybe it's just memories of a past yeah. life. You don't know. Like it's, yeah. it's it could be are something you, so you, vast. Are you afraid of dying? No, I'm not. Is it? Why is that? I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not afraid of dying. Um, is there anything that happened to you that you feel like you're not afraid of death? Or is you have you always been that way? I. Or is it because you believe you're gonna come back some in some other form? Or? I I I don't know. I don't like. For me, if you find out if or if you if you know mm-hmm. what the afterlife is gonna be like, yeah. Um, then it kind of spoils the party because mm. I mean, if you know there's a life after this one where you'll be able to live in paradise and do whatever you want to do mm. all day long, what is where where does your 
where does your drive come from mm. to achieve what you want to achieve while you are alive? Because, yeah. I mean, I'll just chill here <clears throat> yeah. and wait until wait I can, yeah. you know, I'll be as comfortable as hell. And you'll yeah. get bored with yourself. <clears throat> so, yeah. no, I'm not, I'm not afraid of dying. I, I, I am afraid of, like, you know, getting sick and dying. Like, I want to die, like, you know, peacefully. Like, because okay. there's no pain actually dying. Yeah, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, I don't want to suffer, suffer. Uh, all that, you know. I know, I know what you mean. Have you ever done DMT? DMT, what is that? Dimethyltryptamine. Yeah. It's, it's a chemical produced by your body. It's everywhere in your body. Mm -hmm. But um, it's like, it's a psychedelic. Okay. So it'll give you this experience where you are transported somewhere else kind of vibe. And With a via Uber or something. <laughs> Monica, you have No, seriously, it's like um, it puts you on a major trip. I don't feel oh, that sounds very scary, actually. Like a lot of, like even LSD as well. Mm. Like it'll, it'll, um, like a lot of people say when they, when they try, when they do these uh, drugs or chemicals or psychedelics or whatever you want to call them, um, you have this, you're not afraid of death anymore because. You know, a lot of things that you've experienced, they kind of, ex it makes you relax more. It makes you mm -hmm. accept the next phase, whatever yeah. that is going to be. It, it makes you accept it more. And so I don't know. I just thought maybe you tried it. No, 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 okay. no. I've never, I've never. Because like you produce it in your body, it's produced by mm -hmm. the brain, and then it, it gets like sort of trinkled down into the rest of your body. Because they find this compound in your lungs and different organs and stuff and I think it's produced, I don't know, I, I, I think it's a pineal gland or the hypothalamus, I can't remember. I think it's a pineal gland. Um, but yeah, like we have it, mm. but you can get it also, like you can get it, as, as, uh, have it um, made synthetically or you can get it, um, how else do you get it? Plants also have it. Mm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, we have it, but just not enough of it so that we always tripping balls kind of thing. Yeah, it's like it's produced by us. Yeah. No, no, that actually sounds <clears throat> quite, that sounds hectic. It is, because a, a lot of people, like, dude, like, people have been using this for thousands of years. Like, thousands, like, the ancient Greeks used that. Sure. No cack. Like, there's this, like, if you grow wheat mm. for an extended period of time before harvest, let's say you let it grow, let it grow, it produces something called ergot. Mm -hmm. Now, ergot is, it's like a little piece of the branch. Yeah. It looks weird. <clears throat> so let me see if I can Google that. It looks weird. Um, let's keep that guy there. And I don't even know if I can pronounce it properly. Ergot. Let me just see. Ergot. Yeah, that's it. See, it grows mm -hmm. from wheat. So if you, let me just see if images. See that piece over there? Oh, okay. That's ergot. See these? Yeah. So these are the compounds that give you this psychedelic-like experience, the um, LSD effect. Wow. So this... So, wheat. Yeah, they've been... Dude, they found chalices from ancient times, you know, from when Christianity was around, where they would find chalices that, like, dated back then, mm. that the wine would not only contain, or the, the, the chalices would not only contain wine, but also like ergot. So they were tripping balls. 
So it wasn't just wine yeah, they, they were they, they probably thought, no, it's just it's some good wine. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, for real, like, they, no, no, they would purposefully add it. Oh, Because they so know. They no, no, oh, okay. they, they fucking knew, dude. Oh, okay. They found a whole bunch of herbs in this fucking chalice. I thought it was just like an accident. No, 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 like, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure they found it initially as an accident, but after they threw balls, they're like, yo, this is, this is some dope shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is some dope shit. Like, seriously, like, um, and where was it going with this? This LSD thing. Um, mm. Fuck, where was it going with this? Anyway. Yeah, but this has been around for a long fucking time. Yeah. A long fucking time. And they've been using it. Like, they even say, like, democracy was founded well, mm. by, by these um, experiences that they had in ancient Greek. Seriously. It, yeah, you know what I mean? That, that sounds believable, actually. It's crazy. Like, we only... A lot has been hidden. Because, you know, they had these rituals, right? Because mm. they, they, um, they would... Everyone would say that they found God mm. when they used this. So when the church got wind of this, they would be like, yo, we need to put a stop to this because they're taking out the middleman. Because mm. the church is only the middleman to, to go through God to find God. Yeah. But now if you can take these or you drink this wine or what, what exactly. they call the cookie on, um, and they can find God, like there's mm. no need for us then. Yeah. Dude, they would hunt these people down, dude. And they would really hunt them down. Put a, to put a stop to these rituals and stuff. Jeez. Dude, this is in the Vatican. They found these documents mm. in the Vatican. Here's this guy, Brian, Brian Marescu. Fascinating book. Um, the, the Immortality Key. He's, okay. he's, he's, a, he's a lawyer, right? Mm. But he got so obsessed with um, DMT and these um, psychedelics and stuff. Mm. And he never used anything before. Mm. He wanted to write this from a perspective of somebody who's never used it. So people mm. can't say he's biased. Yeah. So he did all this research, dude. All the, he went to, even went to the Vatican mm. and he found these documents in the Vatican about Urgarten, all of the shit. And oh. he found these chalices. Mm. And he had these chalices um, analyzing labs and stuff. Dude, his, his work is so profound that they're studying this at, is it Harvard now? They opened up, a, studying this at Harvard now and they're having classes to 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 discuss yeah. his work and stuff and how important this was back in ancient times and it's yeah, it's, crazy it's, it's insane and he's got Jeez. all these these findings like <clears throat> he can prove it all like he can prove it so it's not just based on 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 just myth or you know no, you see i like that you know he's it, got facts like exactly I, I got this reference here i went to this place here he, he, he traveled to spain he traveled to greek he traveled to italy he traveled to the vatican city Traveled everywhere. Yeah. To find because he was so obsessed. Like he even he even said like his wife was like, Why the fuck are you doing this? You're a lawyer. Go use your degree. Like what the fuck are you doing? What are you like, doing? His wife Playing was so upset with him, but he's like, No, like no, no, he wants to find out. He's like he's onto something and blah blah. Yeah. Do but like amazing book. I recommend that to anybody. What's, What's it called again? Mind. The Immortality Key. Immortality Key. Yeah. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. I love that book so much. It just it makes a lot of sense. Uh, so you so you you're an avid reader. Yeah, I love reading, mm. bro. I love reading. I love reading. I love changing my, my perspective on things. Mm. And whether it's a biography or it's a, a book like that, mm. um, like even this book called Sapiens, where it mm. takes you back to early mankind and how we became domesticated. Oh, okay. You know, did you know that we were domesticated by wheat? Wheat. Growing wheat made... Because we were, we were known as... Um, we used to travel a lot, like we used to go from one place to another, another mm. place, another place, another place, because of the climate and resources and stuff. But the moment we could grow wheat, 
mm. man could grow wheat. That's when we started settling mm. and saying, no, we're going to stay here because we've got food now. Yeah. So now we're just going to grow all this fucking wheat and we're going to live off the land. And, and that's how it started. Like, mm. It's crazy. There's a lot of... And I saw, I saw how they found beer as well. Yeah, you see, it was always stumble. You, someone was always stumble <laughs> upon something exciting, you know? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of like, it, like interesting books, too. I love reading, like, and I love, like, there's this book I, I just finished this morning um, by Ryan Holiday. Is it Ryan Holiday? I've got a PC right here. What the fuck am I doing? Um, called Ryan Holiday. It's, what is it called? There's um, quite a few books. The... Yeah, it is Ryan Holiday. The obstacle is the way. That's it. It's based on stoicism. Oh, stoicism. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing book. The obstacle is the way. I want, I want to read uh, Marcus, Marcus Aurelius's book. Um, like, Marcus Aurelius was this crazy, um, not crazy, but he was this great leader. Mm. Um, and... He wrote these series of diaries, or these, this diary basically, daily diary, noting all his thoughts and stuff. Mm. It wasn't meant to be published or anything. It just, just, that's just for him. But when he died, somebody found it. Yeah. And they're like, yo, this is dope. And they put it out there. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, so this book is based on some of that and a lot of other people, like um, a lot of other successful people. And, but I want to read like those Marcus Aurelius notes or his, his um, transcripts, I want to read that because they say yeah. that is quite profound. And it's so still relevant today, mm -hmm. to this day, so I want to check that out. Yeah. No, it is, yeah. it like, it, that is like some interesting stuff now, actually. But like I, with, with books, with books, like yeah. I find it very hard to start a book. Really? Like to tell myself, like I want to read this mm. stuff. Like, that's very difficult for me. But once I get going, like, yeah. once you start actually going, yeah. then I find it difficult to mm. put it down again. Put it down, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I don't, I wouldn't, I don't read much mm -hmm. because it is time-consuming. It is. Um, I would rather, like, listen to a podcast, for example. Mm. So, like, I can do yeah. other things while listening to something. Because yeah, I'm always, like, you know, you're always on the move or something. True. These days, the most, most time I, I read a book is I listen to an audio book. Yeah. So I can do other things while. Yes, like, like, a, like an audio book. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this morning, I finished this book on the way to the mountain. So, now you see, uh, that's, that's cool. I would, yeah. I would do that. I would, like in I would my car, that. let's play it, and then, okay, the book is done, okay. Yeah. And then go to a podcast. And, yeah. You see, like, that, 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 that works, because books are, it's old school. I mean, like, I don't know when last I saw, like, you don't often see people reading anymore, just for, like, for enjoyment. Mm. Like, if, if, like, like, if you go to the beach, I don't know how often you go to the beach. Yeah, I have not been in a while, but, like, yeah. I have, okay. like, do go often. Because I go yeah. often, yeah. like, and then I always see, like, people sitting and reading like a physical book like actually reading. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. those are unicorns <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and, I, and i'm sure if people take public transport some people maybe sit mm. like the odd person i know back in the day like way back in when i used to take the train then i used to read like because that's before audiobooks were around i yeah. used to physically like read mm. like a, a hard a hard book that's how i used to spend was the fourth i'd say probably 40 minute journey Oh, okay. to get some good reading yeah. in 40 minutes up 40 minutes down yeah. it's decent yeah okay yeah then that'll, yeah, that'll make the, the trip pass by yeah. nicely but yeah. you see but now we've gotten to a place where these things are 
you can get books on your phone. Mm. You can get mm. audiobooks, for example, now. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know the last time I actually saw somebody read a newspaper. Really? Because, like, everyone gets their news now off the internet. Or, everything is digital. Or yeah. if you are over 40, you get it from Facebook. <laughs> I like that. Eh? And you get I these like messages that. on WhatsApp, these chain messages oh, that yeah. say these things. And yeah. I was like, guys, can you calm down? I, I, I generally stay away from the news. I don't know when last I watched the news, like, seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I just, I think the news is just designed to instill fear into us. Yes, and same here. And make us scared, live in this bubble. And because so. that's, you know, that's what the news is. Like, it's mm. a half an hour of negativity. Exactly, to. It's exactly. And then they half have an hour of two minute segment of, of some puppy. Yeah, that as, can, as can, if that was now uh, covering That can dance, up. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, no. no. So I was like, no, 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 no. Because they know, I don't know if you know this, but... The news, these companies know that fear, when, when the chemical fear is released, like mm. it, it's, it's got this addict, addictive properties to mm. it. So it makes you always want to come back for more, always want to see um, what's, what else is there to be scared about. Yeah. If it was happy all the time, nobody would fucking watch the news. Their exactly. ratings before, yeah. they just report on positivity. No, exactly. Like with, with, COVID, let's take COVID, for oh, example. Yeah. That's when, a good example. When that broke out, people mm-hmm. were losing their Lost shit. They fucking minds. They lo- like logical thinking people <laughs> lost, their, lost mind. their minds. I'm <laughs> like, guys, can you just relax? Like the toilet paper thing. Oh my gosh, that was ridiculous. Panic buying, and I'm like, we, it is not the apocalypse, people. Can we call? Can we relax like yeah. a little bit? Like the, the moment I, because like, I wasn't watching the news at all. I just heard this COVID thing is coming about. And I was like, ah, it's probably going to be like the swine flu or something that's going to come and go and blah, blah. And then I started getting more real. Then I was like, I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm. He had one of the doctors on there. And I was like, holy shit, this thing is real. And then the moment I found out how to protect myself or, you know, to protect others, that kind of thing. Like, mm. you know, the sanitize, mask, that kind of yeah. shit and how, how it spread. That's the moment I stopped watching the news. Because mm. I've got the information now. Yeah. What, that stats of people infected it means focal to me. Yeah. It really means focal to me. You know, I just, I just started to stop. And the statistics in itself, it was like, it was skewed a lot because... It was, um, it was. They would say, they would always like show the number of people infected. That number yeah. used to go up exponentially. Exactly. Very, very quickly. Very quickly. But they never ever deducted like the people who got better. The yeah. number never it went never, down. Never, so I'm like thinking, never, oh, there is, oh, is that that many sick people right now in this country? It's insane. So they'll never deduct, they'll yeah. never deduct the, the number of deaths either. Yeah. So that number will just be enormous. And that's the number that they put in people's heads. And that is what triggers that fear. Exactly. And then people, as I say, lose their shit. And they, they lost their minds. They, they panic. And like, oh, it was so, it was so ridiculous. Because, you know, um, as... Also now, a, a few months ago, I, I don't know if a few months ago, maybe if it's even uh, before that, but they discovered that the tests they were using, the way they were they were testing for, for positive cases mm. were incorrect. They had a, a wrong setting also. So, that, so there were a lot of false positives. So those numbers were not accurate. Yes, exactly. And did you know that the hospitals, if you get a, a COVID death or a COVID positive case, they get more funding. The more cases there, they get more mm. funding. So they had an incentive to push the numbers as well. Exactly. So now this, now this is the thing. At the end of the day, whatever you see on the news, eh, whatever yeah. is being spoken about, eh, the 
core thing there is most of the time it's money. It's money. People want to make Everything money off is something. Everything of money. Everything. Everything. It's, it's insane. It's crazy, man. And the moment you open your back and then you get ostracized and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like the, like the point of the vaccine. I have not touched the topic of the vaccine. Oh, I will yeah. not touch it with a 10-foot <laughs> pole. Because if you want to take the vaccine, you'll get people who do not or, or, or anti-vaxxers yeah. that will be against you. Can't, you. you can't even say anti-vaxxers. more like you're just concerned. Yeah. And then you like, you like become an anti-vaxxer. You're like, mm. okay, I will not take the vaccine. Mm. Then you are like... Seen another type of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. people would, oh, like, I was asked so many times, like, have you gotten your vaccine yet? And the answer is no. And <sighs> as we said, yeah, I'm, I have not taken the vaccine. Mm. And, yeah. and they immediately want to jump down my throat because now they see me, oh, anti-vaxxer. Uh. And let's be real, you know, I like to call, you know, shit as I see it, right? Mm. So the reason why I didn't go mm. was, plain and simple, I was too lazy. <laughs> it's cock funny. I was too lazy. There's no reason. There's no magical reason. I'm not standing for anything. I was legit too lazy. You always just say, fuck it. Uh, I don't know. I don't like these cues and shit. Though. Yeah, because, like, look, having the vaccine for me, the only reason I saw it as anything re- remotely positive was because it, it's convenient. Because if you have a vax, you can go to the stadiums, you can go here. So, oh, yeah, it man. would it, not having the vax would have, like, kept you back a mm. while. But my, now my, things are starting to open up again. Yeah. Like, you don't yeah, need to be vaxxed anymore. Be, yeah. So I'm like, what is the point now? You're going to pump people full of shit you don't know. Yeah. You don't know because... You know, and then there's a booster upon a booster. And oh another God. booster. And the booster needs some, a booster. Some countries, you need like four, like four shots. So it's like the vaccine, vaccine, booster, booster. No, at the end of the day, you're going to look like the, a damn colander full you, of holes. You, you're going to... Because it weans off. Yeah. It weans off. It, it, it isn't like one shot and then for the rest of your life. Exactly. That shit weans off. So you got to keep topping it up and... Fuck no, bro. Fuck no. I, I haven't been vaxxed. And a, lot of, and a lot of people had like these side effects, though. Oh, yeah. But like, you can't speak about it. No, 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 no. Because no, you, you no. can't speak about it. You, you can't the, speak about it. We probably got the FBI is probably on the way here now. We're talking about this. You're just going to a helicopter. Right? Someone's yeah. going to jump through the roof. But the, the, the biggest thing for me, like when I knew something was fishy, is like when it's like you, they first promise you, no, you'll never be able to transmit the disease once you have it. Mm. Uh, once you have the vax, you know, you, you'll never get it yeah. and you can't spread it and blah, blah. After a few months, it's like, no, but but you can still get it, and it just it just won't be that bad. Yeah. And and but you can still spread it also. Like what the fuck? Like you lied. So we we <laughs> where, where is the point? Now, but the thing is now I cannot like I understand people's perspective of who take the vax, mm. and I understand the people's perspective of they don't want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there is like I'm not gonna tell you. Listen. You should take the vax, mm. and then you take it, and then you die. It is my fault because <laughs> I told you. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna get involved. Yeah. Like you, you do you. Look, yeah, you do you. It is simple. It's, 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 it's simple as that, like, man. It's it's all about your choices you make because it's your body at the end of the day. Like, I don't know. Like, I've got nothing against people who vax or don't vax or whatever. Mm. I, I just feel to each their own, you know. And I can understand people with underlying conditions and they feel more concerned and they feel more vulnerable. You know, that's a different case. But for me, like, I didn't think I needed it. So that's why I didn't take it. Yeah. And, and there were just too many fishy shit going on that 
it didn't make sense for me. I promise you, if I, if I, if there was a time and a day that I found myself in a place where I could get a vax right now, I would have probably taken it. <laughs> but as I said, I was still lazy. Just the inconvenience. It was not something I was prepared to take a day off doing. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I'm at home, I need to go here now to do, to, this. to do this. No, yeah. that sounds. It's more like something I would do while I'm doing something. <laughs> so if I was at the shop, for example, and I'm like, oh, okay, I can just go here and like, you know. Yeah, and just get a jab quickly. Click. Then I would have, I would have probably done it yeah. by now. But, yeah. but I'm just, I was just lazy to go. Mm. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> and at this point, I think I missed the bus. So, because <clears throat> are people still getting it now? I don't know. If you haven't gotten it yet, I don't know if it's available still. I think it still should be available on the request. Uh, but I think it was like the third or fourth booster now that you can get. I don't know. I, I, I don't even know. It's like I've, I've lost so much track of this. <laughs> do you like, get all four in one if you're too late? Or nah, you can't. <laughs> you will die. <laughs> <laughs> Stabbing <laughs> all day. Because that's why they say you must take one and then wait a few months and yeah. take another one and then. Because too much all at once. Yeah, and it, it was like... You don't I, know what you're putting into your the, body as well. Also, the other red flag was... Like, you know, they didn't want to release the, the data about the vaccine information. Mm. Only, I think they wanted to release it only after, I think, 20 or 50 years, something like that. Mm. They wanted to hide, wanted to conceal this information. It's like, why, were you, why would you conceal that? I mean, people... Are, exactly. No. And also, the, the thing is, um, the, these companies, it's Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson, yeah. They also had this agreement that there could not be, like there could, there could be no repercussions as well. So you can't mm. sue them if something goes wrong for the vaccine also. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes, just yes. some bullshit also. And another thing, like we all know that these pharmaceutical companies have always, they've always done some shady shit in the past. Mm. They've always like, even the, op especially the opioid epidemic. Yeah. Everyone knows that they, 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 they falsified these, the data and they said it was, it was less addictive than others when actually it was more addictive mm. and they kept pushing these pills, they kept these reps uh, pushing these pills and t telling doctors to prescribe this medication. And yeah, it's, the thing is with, with, with meds, eh? like obviously to a certain extent you obviously have to trust your doctors. No, to, for you know? sure. So for sure. like because we are not, or me personally, like I'm not educated enough to like make a solid judgment call yeah, based yeah. on anything. Um, but you know, when you when you have a headache, you take a banana. You don't think twice about it. Okay, because I've, I've it, never taken bananas. Okay, I'm like, just speaking in general. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you're in pain, you take a painkiller. Um, there's always something for an ailment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, the vaccine could have just been one of those things. Like you just take it because you, it's a preventative measure, like taking your mm, vitamins. Mm. But at the end of the day, like with when it comes to polls, for example, mm. I'm also not very fond of running to a pole immediately. Yeah. Like yeah. if I have a headache, I would like have some water and then, you mm. know, just like chill, sleep, you maybe sleep it, it off. Yeah. You wait it out. If it's not that bad, I mean, if, it's, if it sounds like I'm, if it feels like I'm being hit in the head with a hammer, oh, yeah. then, you know, <laughs> I'll pop some poles. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> other than that, I would be fine. Yeah. Especially if you just get like a sort of infection or something, mm. of like um, if you get the flu, for example. Yeah, yeah. And if you can fight the flu, off eh, without needing to take antibiotics, mm. for example, then by all means do that. Rather wait yeah. it out because when you take antibiotics, that 
has an effect on your body that's as well. Harsh. That's harsh. It's really. harsh. And yeah. you have to complete the course. You have to, yeah. Yeah. And there, there are people mm. who would be like, no, just take one or two. And then I'm like, I'm sorted. No, I'm no, like, you, you have to complete the course. Yeah, you'll yeah. be sorted now, but then, you know, see, if you get sick again, yeah, it, 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 it messes up your immune system exactly. as well and all that stuff. So. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. We all love science. We all love modern medicine. It's mm. helped so many people. Like, I mean... Yeah, I would not be here now today if it wasn't for modern medicine. Exactly, It's just... There's some shady shit out there. Like, do you know how many these companies, pharmaceutical companies, have have paid billions in fines mm. for shady shit? Like, so you can't tell me that these people are good and they care about the people. It's all about profit. Everyone knows that. It's all pushing profit. If it wasn't about profit, medication would be cheaper. Yeah, or it free. Would be, yeah, <laughs> they would release patents of medication and everything would be generic. Anybody could make it. But exactly. no, they have these patents that only they can make it, and that's why the prices are so high, because it's not genetic. And Precisely. So, man, there's some shady shit out there. And are you telling me in a society where we have all these technological capabilities that we have right now, are you mm. telling me that there is no solid cure for something like asthma, for example, or something oh. like... Um, like cancer treatment. Cancer treatment is so expensive. It's a cack expensive. It is so expensive. It's a cack expensive. And... Um, so I can't believe that we have found ways to do so many things, mm. right? Um, because and then, and, and then there's no solid cure for something that people are experiencing now. Because the fact of the matter is there is money in the treatment and mm. not a cure. Because if you fix something, yeah. when will it come back again to get more money, you know? Mm. Like to pay you more money yeah, to fix exactly, something else. Exactly. So, yeah, that's why I think exactly. ca cancer treatment especially, I think that is so expensive because... Like, you know, there's potential for it to go away as well. Yeah, like, wh where's, the, where's the money if it's just this one thing you can yeah. take in? So, if it's like a one-off cure to cure something that hectic, then they obviously mm. got to push the price up because when are you going to come here again? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure there's, okay, maybe it's a conspiracy. I'm sh if there is a cure for cancer that they are not... Look, I... Do you know, the, um, what's his name? Dr. Sebi. That sounds familiar. Um, he was this doctor that he, dude, the dude cured a lot of people's il like il ailments and illnesses. And mm. he cured, like he has records of curing people with, who had cancer, who had AIDS, um, mm. HIV positive. Um, dude, like... That, how is, how is there not a cure for that yet? For <laughs> HIV, like it's been around forever. Forever, yeah. And it is but, no cure. They can't even cure the, the common cold, dude. They can't even cure You that. know, exactly. It can only, can only treat symptoms. But my thing is, like, he was, you know, he was arrested because he was treating these people and um, they came after him and he was at a court case and everything. Mm. This is documented. And the people who testified, who, who, like, were his patients, Mm. Like, two people came from different parts around the world. I think he was based in America, but people came from Italy to come seek treatment and all parts around, all parts around the world. And mm. when they heard he was in trial for, for this, for, for um, what they call malpractice, because mm. there's no way he can cure these people and blah, blah, blah. They all came to the trial to testify that, no, he really did cure me. He had this and this and this. Wow. These are my papers. These are results. Like, he cured me. He didn't use... Um, chemo, anything. Mm. He had his own way of treating it. He spoke openly about it and he died recently. His documentary they were working on, um, Nick Cannon, he said he's going to finish it. Um, so I'm waiting yeah. for the documentary. 
But it's interesting when we took his interviews and spoke about like his processes and what he eats and what he recommends people to eat and the healthy life to live and his beliefs of the causes for these diseases. And yeah, it's crazy. It, no, it's insane because like some people even get like NDAs. If you like, oh, yeah. if you like cure something oh, yeah. in an unconventional way, then they'll actually like, they you know, will, yeah. keep quiet. <laughs> we'll give you this, you know. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. if, if you can cure something that's cost effective, mm. they're going to come after you. They could, they, I mean, you because are... Because they're going to be losing money at exactly. the end of the day. They're going to lose money. They're going to lose a lot of money. A lot money. of money. Imagine you tell somebody, it'll just cost you maybe 10000 compared to 300000 I mean, dude... Major, major like, loss. Look, if, if cancer disappeared off the face of the earth, yeah. what happens to the that like what, what what department is that? What do they call it again? I forgot the name. Oncology. 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 Yeah. Yeah. What happens to that department? What happens? Yeah. <laughs> it will cease to exist. It will exactly. just it will just die out. I don't know. It's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's a bit crazy. it's a bit fishy, eh? Yeah. Yeah, that's a heavy topic. <laughs> but yeah, to be. To, to be killed by a disease is, oh, that's, sure, not, that's not a good way to go. Yeah, dude. I, I, just, I just wish there was, there were people in charge that really cared about people mm. and not just in it for money. And Don't get me wrong, businesses need to make money so that they can develop new medication and new technologies for different cures for mm. whatever. And I understand that, but you don't have to charge an, an ominous amount you know. of money. Yeah. You know, especially when they know how much profit they're making. Yeah. And why not release the patents to other companies, to everyone to make it available so that it's like, you know, open source software. Yeah. yeah. Like they create the software and anybody can can use mm. it. Anybody can can work on it basically. It's kind of like that kind of a model. Like just make yeah. it available to everyone. Because yeah. if you're really concerned about people's health and well being, mm -hmm. you know. I don't know. Is, is that not the end goal at the end of the day? Yeah, people. is that? Yeah, but it's not because they want to make profit. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if you get one of those people to come and sit here now and you ask them these questions, they will have a valid reason for why they do what they, they do. Because do. I mean, at the end of the day, it is a business, and people need it, to make money. Money makes it. the world go go I, around. I, but I completely, I get it. It's just, it's like, why do people have to die? Yeah, because of these a lot of margins. Yeah, and there's a lot of in the world. There's a lot of money being wasted on a lot of nonsense mm. like the 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 flag for example you hear about the flag that was going to be oh, probably, that rainbow yeah that, that the, the big, the big yeah, flag yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing has ruined my day faster than reading that news <laughs> early in the morning <laughs> I, I, I was, was so upset i'm like you know what eh? people work so hard every day they get up they go to a job some people work where they don't want to be working they're mm. unhappy in their job yeah and yet you feel that it's okay to take their hard-earned money to build a fucking flag. And then they said, no, it's going to bring about some sort of camaraderie or whatever. It's like, I couldn't give a that, flying fuck that is some bullshit. about camaraderie. <laughs> I don't care. It's a damn flag. And then I read somewhere, um, so they said that... Because um, apparently it was going to have lights and shit. Oh, it was going to have lights and it was yeah, going to be yeah. big. It, yeah. it could have been... The size of Jupiter for like it. <laughs> At the end of the day, a flag's a flag. A flag is a flag. A flag is not gonna bring jack shit together. But hey, a it month owner a flag is a month owner a flag. Yeah. I had to throw that in there. <laughs> but I know it's bullshit. And how much was it? How much million was it gonna be? I just forgot the number, but are it was the, obscene. <laughs> are, are they still gonna build this thing? They better not. Fuck, dude. They better not. I don't think there's they, no need for it. I don't think they will because. 
Um, no, the people, there was one guy I saw, I think it was on Twitter, where I don't, I'm not aware if this person is famous, I won't say their name. Okay. Not that I remember it anyway. <laughs> but like, he or she said that they can't understand why we are so against the flag because, you know, um, people like America has the Statue of Liberty and France has the Eiffel Tower, oh and I'm like, gosh. those are tourist destinations, Whoa, lady or man. Hold on. They will. They go, people go to these countries to see these things. Who the fuck is gonna get on a on a on a plane to, to fly to South Africa to see a flag? No. You have to be. You have to be a different kind of idiot <laughs> to do that. It's not. It's no. not gonna work. I no. I can't understand that we have we have log logical, free thinking people in charge of making silly decisions like that. Where people are, people are hungry right now in mm. the in this very Dude, country. People absolutely. are struggling. Yeah. And we have time to mess around with a damn flag. It, everything is fucking increasing. Too. Everything is petrol, no. it's electricity, it, it's food, it's fuck, dude. Sudden, suddenly walking doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> petrol. Or, or bicycle. Bicycle. Or, I was like, I'm legit yeah. going to buy a bicycle. <laughs> and when I buy a bicycle, I'm going to buy an actual motorcycle crash helmet so people can't see it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just be chilling on this bicycle with a helmet. <laughs> you won't see. But bicycles are big in Europe, though. Like yes, like, I've seen like when I was there, I've seen people like in suits and stuff on on a bicycle. Yeah, that, 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 that is just that is just their way. That's just how they do it, man. That's can 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 you imagine Cape Town full of bicycles? <laughs> hey? Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. For the road rage that's here in South Africa, uh, road rage is a bad thing sure. actually. I have a little bit of road rage. Really? Like a very little bit. Is it? One thing, one thing I depends. don't get. One thing I don't get is like, it's like, I don't know. Everybody tried to be heroes out there, man. Like, or like cutting here and just wanna. I don't know. It's just I was like, can't you drive for the next person as well? Like, can't you like? You know that that is that is the key thing. You need to be considerate to other motorists, yeah, right? And, and just think of like, if something goes wrong because of you, your cut driving. You're not only gonna fuck up your life and but your family's life, as but well. other people's as well, and their families, and it's like a chain. Like it's, it's not just you. Like, yeah, like you, like driving is something that you need to be aware of. You need to be aware of the space around you. Yeah, the people in your car, if you are people. Yeah. Um, but what I, the thing about consideration is, it's it's there's two sides to the coin. You know? mm. Yes, there are people who cut you up and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. They are just you know, assholes, to be mm. honest. But I mean, there are people who are driving on the N1 on in the fast lane and they're doing 80. Oh, you I, can uh, cause such a massive accident like yeah. that. And they don't understand. And people, then yeah. they want to be the people who say, you know, why are these people in a rush? <laughs> they're not in a rush. They're doing the damn so They want to yeah. get to the speed limit, first of all. Exactly. Be, because just because you think, you know, you're on a nice Sunday cruise or whatever, mm. you don't need to really clean need to get where you're going quickly. Yeah. You are holding people up. You are. You are you holding are literally people up. Holding there's, people no, up. there's no difference between you doing 80 in this lane and you doing 80 in the other lane yeah. or the other lane. Why do you like, have to be in that lane? Yeah, get the hell out of the way. <laughs> flash, you know, yeah. then the people flash their lights and I can understand yeah. them. You know, and like, it's infuriating. And, and like, you, you know what I also don't get? You know, bicycles and, and bike, motorbikes. You know, it's like, 
those those are the most vulnerable people on the road. Yeah. Man. But they drive like so recklessly. I'm they, not saying everyone, no, but no. they take fucking chances. Yes. Then I'm like, you're like And like with a bike, any accident you have with a bike, Dude, you are gonna come second. Near fatal. That's, yeah, you're yeah. you're coming second. You will not you will you will not Yeah, I I don't get it, man. I don't get it. They take the most crazy risks. Yeah. And it all all that it takes is one tap on on the wheel, like one small tap on the wheel. Or even like just knocking against on the side of the bike. Yeah, like it, it takes something very, very small to lose control of a bike. Just like, just don't do that. And I, I, I understand the appeal of a bike. I mean, like when I'm sitting in traffic and I see those oh, people sure. zooming past me and I'm like, sure. that must be nice. Don't get me, but um, you know. Just, but you are so vulnerable. Yeah, just drive or, or ride. Just, ah, don't be a dick. Yeah, <laughs> there don't we go, simple. Don't be a dick. Like, simple. Just don't take unnecessary chances. Mm. You know, you don't have to. You, you really don't. Just know that you are going to come second. Yes. If, if, you, if, if you find cock. Yeah, so no. Why do you have to be that way? They all, and I would, like, if you drive on the N1, for example, and then you just see these bikes flying past mm. you at God knows what speed. And you think, geez, if you fly off this bike right now, you're going to end up in the sea. Mm. That's how far you're gonna go <laughs> after that crash. Yeah. And I like I get the appeal about a bike. I get the because no, I, 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 I enjoy speed. Like yeah, it's, it's yeah. amazing. Who doesn't love speed? And you are you'll probably get such a different sensation of speed on the back of a motorbike. Oh, for sure. And you are literally like at one with the bike. Yeah. But I saw on a, a show called Top Gear, I don't know if you see. Oh yeah, said, I love yeah. that show. <laughs> he said uh, Jeremy Clarkson, he said. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know you at one with a bike until you hit a tree and then you at one with that. <laughs> so it could change very dramatically. Very dramatically. But the yeah. sensation of speed, I will, I, I, can, I can get I that. Get that, the that adrenaline hit. I get the appeal. And it's not everyone that drives like a maniac. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are people who are very safe and, you know, do the right thing. And, but, you, oh, you know, you do get those people that take those chances, man. And, yeah. then, and then you... Automatically, are, are to blame because exactly because you know you're the one in the car. You're the one in the car. Ah, I don't get it. So it is a, it is a massive risk on a bike. But at the end of the day, hey, getting in your car is also a risk. You don't know who's gonna drive you like shit in front of you. Or so. fucking truck or bus. Truck Dude, bus. there was one time right, I was minding my own business in my fucking mm -hmm. lane in the slow lane. Buses in the fast lane coming at the speed right. All of a sudden. This bus literally runs me over the road, like he, he comes over. Like he, I know he can see me because he came from behind me. Mm. So he can see that I'm in this lane. He came from behind me, yeah. and he, and it looked because obviously I found out that he wanted to take to, to turn left. Yes, where I was gonna turn left, but he but he was in the in in the fast lane, and he, there was no left option for mm -hmm. him. So he wanted to come over and not slow down behind me and come. He he wanted to come ahead of me. But obviously he wasn't winning because yeah. I was just in this lane and I wanted to turn right. Mm. Dude, he literally, I had to go to the yellow lane, bro. He literally came over. He didn't hoot nothing. He just came over. Like, I was I, I was freaked the fuck out. The fucking bus, a golden arrow bus. And he knows he's, a, he's in a bus. He's not going to come he, second in exactly. that. Exactly. He didn't mm. give a fuck. Yeah, he didn't give, give, he didn't give a fuck. He, he didn't like slow down and say like, okay, he's not going to make it. He's going to come behind me. Yeah. He literally, dude, he literally... If I if I did not move to the left or to the shoulder of the road, he would have came. He, he, he would have gotten you. He would have me. And the thing is, he saw me because yeah. he came from behind me. So he saw me. No, sure, people dude. take fat chances. Sure. <laughs> they take fat chances. Crazy, man. I don't know. It's mm. a weird world we're living in. 
So my man, you're working on some new music right now, right? I am indeed. I, am. Yeah. I have been for a while, actually. Is it? Are you working on an album? And on an album, yeah. Is it? I, it started with, with exceptional timing, actually. It start, I started working on it just before lockdown. Is it? So I had a few tracks made at that time. Um, and then lockdown happened. Mm. And then I was like, okay, it's level, it was level five and you couldn't really go anywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was stuck at home for a long period of time. And during that time, I worked as much as I could on my own mm-hmm. without having any studio equipment that was oh, accessible. Yeah. So I would work on it a bit more by myself. I would have mm. a little keyboard there at home mm. and, you know, just try and yeah. figure things out. And it took so long for me to get back into studio. By the time I got back there, I worked on so much and I realized that the songs I had wasn't really, because so much happened during that time. Mm. And I was not really feeling the music anymore because during lockdown, there wasn't much to do besides be at home and just do what you want to do. And I I worked mostly on music during that time. Mm. And in that time, I found a direction that I wanted to go in. Mm. But certain tracks were already made on this album. So okay. I was like, you know, that is not going to work now. Mm. Or maybe I need to revisit them and like okay. work on them some more. Mm. But like a lot of songs didn't make it to, to the album. Like yes. I had a few of them. Really? We, I had a, such a long list and I, I got them down to about 10, 10 oh, songs. Wow. So to pick and choose, I, I got so desperate at some point there that I was like, I'm going to get a dartboard. <laughs> And put all the names of the songs there because I don't know wow. which to pick anymore, and I'm just gonna throw. <laughs> oh, wait, it sticks. Why it's don't you go. release all of it? Uh, be- because it's too much at at one time. There's like really forty odd, forty. Oh, yeah. shit. So, so you can I, have like a double album kind of thing. Like, like look, I have now. I just see it as there's now content for something for, for else. Forever. Yeah, <laughs> it's you content know, forever. there's content forever. Are you, are you gonna? Are you gonna? So, uh, but you are gonna release them, but not at the same time. Yeah, I, no, I am gonna release them. Okay. Um, so the, t- the 10 songs that I have now, they will come when the album's done. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I, will, I would I'll probably release a single or two before I release the whole album. Mm, mm. But yeah, essentially all of them will be released relatively yeah. the same time. I've, I've got so much music shelved like that I've made. Oh, oh yes. Do you, do you still have them somewhere? Yeah, yeah I still okay. got them. I still like, it's music I made like in 2009, 2008. Probably, uh, I'd say, over 20 songs from that era. Full songs, not even half songs, full songs. And then I've still got music also that I shelved in 2015 Jeez. as well. Um, that I'm going to put out. Mm. That, that I'm going to put out. Definitely. That putting out. Um, I can't talk too much about it, but that's kind of... Yeah, I know. But I know what you mean. Like, I know what you mean. Like, you, you get to a point where you also feel like you're not feeling that music anymore. Yeah. And you want to yeah. make fresher music. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Yeah, it was it was like after lockdown, when they eased up lockdown, it was like a sort of a different person came out. Mm. And like, there, there were a lot of things happening while I was busy recording this new music. And like, mm. um, I would go to studio and like, I already had like over 40 songs. So the fact of writing anything new seemed you know like it's unnecessary there's so oh. much of it so and i had that idea but i was like you know what i'm not gonna stop writing so when i was busy 
putting the songs together, like making my choices, they weren't ever final. So I would be like, okay, this can get on, this can get on. And I always had 10. I always had 10 songs. And then I would just like, okay, you come out, you'll go in there. And we're just (laughs) stopping and changing until I found something that... uh, that, that fitted in the album because mm. it was like some music was so vastly different to what was actually on the album. So it was like kind of a, it was kind of a, a, the odd one out. Uh, so I would like, okay, you don't fit anymore. Okay. Right? You don't fit anymore with the theme. The, the with the theme. Uh, so are you, are you saying, okay, so you made a lot of music during lockdown, like mm. that level five and whatever yeah, it yeah. was. And then after when the restrictions lifted, you started, making different type of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it because of the mood that changed? Because you were no longer confined to... It, it could have been. There were so, contri- so many contributing factors uh, yeah. to that because, um, you know, just because COVID tried to make our lives stand still, mm. it didn't really. Like, mm. a lot of things happened. Oh, yeah. Um, whether it's personally or professionally mm. or whatever, it, a, lot, a lot went on, so... Yeah. I didn't. I didn't lack material, so so to say. That's good. So yeah, That's I. Good. So when I was busy with the album, I just kept the creative juices flowing because I didn't want to stop writing. Mm. Because I just I feel like every time you 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 writing, especially as a writer, the more you write, the better you get. Mm. So like I just kept doing music. I kept I kept it normal. Mm. Um, so when I went to studio, I was always focused on the next track. Whatever the next oh, track was, okay. we just walk in that line. And if there was something new that popped in my head and I would write something new and I'd be like, you know what, I actually want to do this right now. Mm. And I would do it. Mm. So it, it was, there were two different perspectives of myself that I was viewing. Yeah. Because the one was, I wrote this a while ago. This is something old, actually. Mm. Um, and then this is something brand new. So I could actually legit compare myself over a short period of time to see whether growth happened or whether you've been yes. messing up. That's really. So, yeah, so I just took it based on, I felt like I was getting better and better every time. And it's mm. not just because my first few singles, uh, it was just me writing a song, um, coming up with something maybe on the keyboard or on the guitar. And then uh, my first producer was, was, was Malum. Mm-hmm. So he did my first three songs. Okay. Yeah, the first three. But, you know, I knew, when it came to a studio environment, I knew literally nothing. I could write, I could sing, I could play the keyboard, I could play a little bit of guitar, that is it. That's Mm. the end of discussion. Okay. And when he, I played him a few of my songs and then he worked on them and then it became something so much more than I Mm. actually intended Mm. to be. It was so good. And I was like, how the hell did he do that? How yeah. did he hear all of that stuff in what I, in what I sent him? Yeah. And then, um, as I said, a lot, of, a lot of things happened. And unfortunately, to get tracks of that quality, there is payment involved, you know, mm. because Malum yeah. is a professional. Yeah. And he deserves every penny that he makes, <laughs> every single penny. Um, but at the end of the day, it also became... A financial burden mm. um, and I f- and I thought to myself uh, when he was working on those songs eh, he just got like a, a glimpse of who I was as an artist eh? mm. and he was able to help me interpret my music in such a way that I want to do like 
it was a standard mm -hmm. and it was something that mm -hmm. I wanted to keep to. Yeah. And I knew that when I, when I started with this career, I was like, it would be so nice if I had this person doing this for me and this person doing mm. this for me and all that stuff. Mm. It was all just for convenience like, because I just wanted to focus on the music. On the music. I wanted to focus on writing and mm. becoming better at my craft. Mm. And at the end of the day, it was an unrealistic expectation because no one's going to do shit for you. Mm. Because yes, you can get people. I knew people at the time who could write songs. I knew people who could produce. I knew this, that and the other. But none of them aligned with what I was seeing. Uh, and that was something that only I could gain access yes. to. Because sometimes it's so difficult to express yourself. Like yeah, what exactly you want. Exactly. And yes, they were songwriters. And yes, they are good songwriters in their own right. But it mm. wasn't from my... Uh, it wasn't from me. It, wasn't from, it, it felt... I, I felt disconnected yes. to yes. singing songs that other people wrote for me. Ah, okay. Even though the songs that I write aren't necessarily about me, mm -hmm. um, I can still relate to them. Mm. Because it might have been, you know, a story that I heard. It might be like, you might be just telling me about your day, for example. Mm. But I... a great day, by the way, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I, listen, I listen to people's stories, like, mm. if you tell me something that happened to you, yeah. I would legit put myself in your shoes, in your like, shoes. I am now you. Yeah. That's how, yeah, I, that's how yeah, I listen to you. Yeah. So that I can get an understanding mm. because like from my perspective, from an, from an outsider's perspective, mm -hmm. you could have gone through the most, right? And to me, it didn't happen to me. Mm. So I should not have the same emotion yeah. because like it happened to you, not mm -hmm. me. Like why, why would I even? Yeah. Um, but you know that you close yourself off a lot when you, when you, when you see life that way. Mm -hmm. That is why I get, I understand People's perspective, even though I don't agree with you, mm -hmm. most of the time I don't agree with a lot of people, but um, I can understand them. I can understand yeah. their thinking, their feelings. Their fe people's feelings are the most important thing. Mm. Like sometimes, if you could have been the biggest asshole to somebody, right? mm. but like something maybe you know something maybe triggered you, mm. and that is like for me, that that is the point of 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 getting to know people is because sometimes the details don't matter. Mm. Um, because you had an emotional reaction to something. Yes. And you cannot invalidate people's emotions mm. at any stage in life. You, mm. can't, you, just, you just can't do it. Because you will not like it if it's done to you. Mm. If something uh, major happens to somebody else and you treat it like it's nothing, mm. um, you're not going to like it if, it if it flips around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it, the, my, my music stems a lot from understanding people. Mm. And being empathetic, empathetic, yeah. yeah, and and just not like I understand fully that I'm not the center of the universe. Yeah, um, yeah. I have Trust. my, I I have, I have reactions to certain things. I'm yeah. a human being. Mm. We all have them. Yeah, but I won't ever become, uh, how can I say, like impatient for people's feelings because, mm. like. If people are going through something, it's not up to me to dictate to someone when you get over that. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I, uh, if it's a friend, you know, I'm here for you. And if you want to be a certain way for a damn year, mm. it's on you though. It's yeah. like you do yeah. what you need to do to feel better. Yes. And I'm not, gonna, I'm not here to rush anyone to feel a certain mm. way or anything. Yeah. And, you know, I, I yeah, in the music I write, it, it's sort of, 
some of them are my own personal views from mm. my perspective some are from others yeah and i find that interesting because the perspective always changes okay. so it kind of keeps you guessing because like the one song and i never ever reveal which song it is like yes. I don't. I would ever say like the song is actually about me, or this song is about that specific person. Why I, not? I would always tell the story only because I don't. It, me, it's not relevant. The person, it, no, okay. the, the, the uh, emotion is okay. what I want no, to transfer. I get it, right? But let's say the fan, the member in the audience, he may they wanna because remember you are not just the song. Yeah. You are not a song. You are mm. a person behind the song. A lot of people want to get to know the artists behind the music, yeah, yeah, yeah. how they are, how they think. Mm -hmm. This is why I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because people don't really get to know the person behind the music. So let's say you on here now. And a lot of people want to know, like, oh, this song is so deep. Like, was that about you? Like, you know, how did you get over this? And blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I, yeah. I get that you're putting out the message and mm. people don't feel alone mm. knowing that somebody else went through this. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's not you, but that fan who really loves your music and loves you and appreciates you would like, like to know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. who are you? Did this happen to you kind of thing? Mm. So why don't you want to share that? Yeah, it's because uh, sometimes with, 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 with music... Um, Obviously, people relate to the message itself, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get people who relate to the artist. Mm -hmm. Because they would like to know, as you said, what the artist has experienced and, and that. But, like, sometimes there's a line that people cross. Mm. Where, like, at the end of the day, yes, I am an artist. But I'm also mm. a human being. That's, and I reserve the right to keep certain things private. Absolutely. As anyone would be. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, they will. It, it, it all depends, really. Like, if there is something I'll be comfortable with saying, you know what, this was actually about me, mm. it's okay. But I don't want people to get distracted by that fact because what I'm proving is, what I'm trying to prove, is that I understand people's perspectives that deeply that it sounds like it's actually something I've experienced yeah, as well. Yeah. So for me, that is, that is where the relevance comes mm. in. I know what you but mean. But I do, I do understand the, 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 the thing of like, if it was actually you, mm. then, you know, yeah. you, you can relate there's, easier. There's, there's a song I did with, uh, I don't know if you know Giancarlo. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, you do, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. played the piano for him at the yeah, Intimate Theater. I remember, <laughs> I remember, yeah. But um, a song we did together no more. That song, like... Yeah, I love that song, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> a lot of people think that it's directly about me. Mm. It's about um, my experience with this one girl, like... But, and a lot of people, because like, if, even when I, when I record the song, like, I cried in the process because mm. it wasn't that I was sad when I, when I, when mm. I recorded it. It was the fact that uh, Malum wanted me <laughs> to cry. Yeah. Not cry, but sound sad as fuck. Yeah. And he painted this picture of me sitting with this girl and, and... We're breaking up and I'm supposed to be extra vulnerable yeah. to get that raw emotion out of me. So even though I cried in the in like process of recording it, yeah. I wasn't, it wasn't about the eagle. It mm. was just a painting, a, 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 a painting, a, sorry, a picture, picture he painted. Why the fuck are I going to get that? <laughs> a picture he painted that, that I was supposed to feel sad so that he could get that emotion out of me to record the song. So I was interviewed one time on the radio station, 
Pretoria, I can't remember what the station was, the name was, but, and this lady, she like, she really did this deep dive into my music and she yeah. found this song and she asked me like extensively about this song, like, who's it about, blah, blah. And I told her, look, this is not about a person. This is a, a whole bunch of experiences that I went through. Exactly. And I put it together. And what I also did was I reached out to other people, especially women, mm-hmm. and got um, their perspective on breakups and relationships and stuff. And I put all of that together and I put it in a pot. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got out yeah. of Yeah, I got a very vivid ima- imagination. So I can... You just you just feel it so hard, man. Mm. Sometimes, when, I if, know what you mean. If, especially if you can also relate to it. Oh yeah. So it's just like it's just content, man. It's just like but a lot of content. That's why I don't like making sad fucking music because I have to put myself in that. Oh yes. And dig deep, and then I, and then I feel sad for a moment after this song is done. Oh, so then yes. I was like, fuck. Then I must get out of that vibe and stuff. So I I generally don't don't like making sad shit. <laughs> yeah, she was happy and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But like even even this one song I did, um, what is it called? I remember, like it was a very personal song. So, but it's like I have to go to that place mm. and remember my life at those parts, and I have to tap into it, and I have to become emotional and process those thoughts and it's kind of like therapy like maybe i never dealt with that shit before but now i'm dealing with it Mm -hmm. and sometimes i even tear up when i when i think about it and process it but i think that's where the audience can connect to it because they know it's it's so raw and stuff exactly and i don't like feeling like that exactly so that's where that's where the connection comes in so even though maybe it's not a song that you that happened to you Mm. But the fact is that we are deliverers of, of, of emotional yeah. uh, experiences. Yeah. So we need to get an audience to feel that. Yes. So whether it happened to you, whether it's irrelevant. Mm. Like when I do a, a, a cover of a song, right, I would read the lyrics mm. beforehand. And I would like, first of all, try and understand the song. Like where is this going yeah. actually? What is this actually about? Yeah. And then, then you try and make an emotional connection with whatever the emotion is, whether it's a happy song, sad song, mm. you need to just, you know, tap, you basically yes. become an actor. Like, you're just like, yeah, you know, you have this to, is the character you, you to, are right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I will not deny that, you know, my stage name is Chad Nolan, mm-hmm. but my full name is Chad Nolan Berkstead. So I thought you were just Chad Nolan. How yeah. dare you? <laughs> so How Chad dare Nolan you? is my second name. Which I would I, never ask you to be over here. <laughs> <laughs> if you just Chad Nolan Berkstead. Chad Nolan Berkstead. Yeah. Okay. So like for me, for me, Chad Berkstead and Chad Nolan are sort of two different people. Uh, oh, really? Like there's a, there's, a, there's a version of Chad Berkstead eh, that just like, you know, I just want to chill. I'm like, you know, don't have anything about music or I'm like very into myself, I experience my emotions by myself, I don't ever let it out. And then there's Chad Nolan, yeah. who sings about literally bloody anything. So oh, wow. it's it's the way of just, I think that's my way of expressing myself So you so without actually speaking. So if you have a conversation with someone, let's say you have a girlfriend, like you would mm. more, you, you would tend not to go into those places and be emotional. No, it depends who you are. Like I'm not gonna, yeah. with any Tom, Dick and Harry, I'm not gonna be emotional okay. with anybody. But okay. like, if I can trust you with something, then okay. I would. I'm not afraid to get. But, but you just feel more comfortable doing it through music. Yeah, because oh, people can't interrupt you. Because <laughs> if you talk, it. if you're talking about something that it's like something tough that you experienced, uh-huh. and a lot of people try to. They appear 
support of what, what they're actually doing is interrupting you. Mm. And you try and get your story out, and then they'll be like, you know what? I had that once. You know what happened in 1953? Uh, this, and then you again, lose complete yes. track. But when you sing it, that asshole, wherever that is, has to listen uh, to your music for that three minutes. You shut up and <laughs> listen to what I have to say. <laughs> and then you get your message yo, out. Yo, man. So it's a, it's a much easier way of, 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 of expressing your emotions mm. without actually speaking about mm, it. I get it. Um, because people love music, man. It's like, they do. They and do. I, would, I would remember... Um, do you play music for friends? And do I play friends? my music for yeah, friends? Yeah, for family and stuff. Yo, I've got a new song. Play, listen to the shit. Not, not for everybody. Is it? It's for so, so a select group of people. Like who? You see, if I, if I give names out to any people, are going to know who, who's not hearing this <laughs> No, stuff. no, you don't have to say names. You have to say, like, my, I don't know, my brother or, uh, let's say, Johnny or Justin. Yeah, okay, obviously, Johnny will hear it because he makes it. <laughs> we, we make it together, so. Um, but nine times out of ten, I like to, when my music is finished, that is when I let people hear it. I never let them hear it during, oh, during the, the process. process. Yeah. So, so, but it isn't out there, but it's done. Then you can let people listen to it. Yeah, I would. I would let people listen. Like Pe people, like who? Like, like friends or. Is it? But I'm. I am more afraid to play my music in front of friends and family than complete strangers. Strangers, is it? Yeah, because it's like this is so close to home, man. Uh, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. And you don't know. Maybe they're just being nice. You know. Oh, that sounds mm. nice. And then it's not yeah, actually. I I don't play anybody. The the prob the problem is a um. The problem is I'm not an idiot. So <laughs> so you can tell me, oh, this sounds I'm so nice an and all that, but I know, you know, and the Lord Jesus Christ knows <laughs> that this is absolute garbage. <laughs> but you're just being nice. So I'll just be like, you know, okay, uh, thank you. But I know I, it's not, though. Uh, I, I don't. And nobody listens to my shit. Nobody. No, not a single soul. No, nobody. N no one. I understand that. Not well. a fucking soul, dude. Only people that hear my music is the people involved in the process to get it out there. Let's say it's a music video director mm. or the music producer yeah. or that's it. Yeah. Like if you have no business in, if you no business with regard to the song, mm. then you don't have no business listening to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, nah. Not before it's ready. You will listen to that shit when it's out. When it's out, yeah. That's it. Nah. -uh. Yeah, I, I had that approach for a few songs, actually. But yeah, like it would, it would only be like, I think once the song would be released, mm -hmm. um, then I would like play it for people. Oh, yeah. So it's like it's already out there. So no, no, if like if you come, even if you come to my house mm. or to my studio or wherever, or let's say we out the stuff and you say, "Yo, play me that song of yours." I want you. Nope. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> listen, listen to it in your own time. Yep. Yeah, don't don't let me play it. And then when I and then when I play it and you talk over it and shit then. I was like, no, 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 no. Look, no, no. that is for, yo, that is for me. That's not disrespectful. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's like you asked me to listen to it. And the, then. Because the fact of the matter is, eh, what people can't grasp sometimes about music is that it takes, it's like making food. It takes a hell of a lot longer to make no, it it's even, than to no, eat no, it. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on a second. You can't put it in the same category. Hold on a no, second. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about the consumption of it. Okay, like, okay. It, it, it takes much longer to prepare something yeah. oh, to eat okay, than it. to actually I, eat I it. I get it, I get so, it. So, okay. like, for music, it takes you so long yeah. to get this shit together. And mm. so much goes into it. Mm. Hours and hours and hours of your time. Into a three minutes. <laughs> into three minutes. Yeah. And you, if, you, if your attention span cannot last for three, <laughs> minutes 
<laughs> to listen to something yeah. that you asked to listen to. Mm. If you're going to talk over that shit, then you best believe there are probably people who are going to watch this and listen to this and think hey, I was that guy. But <laughs> you got, you're hearing it here now first. <laughs> if, if I don't play my music to you anymore, yeah. if I played it to you before and you don't hear it anymore, that is the reason that is why. Because <laughs> when I played it for you, your ass spoke of it. You will not hear it again. Oh, you will not hear man. new things again. No, the, the reason I don't play on music now is because um, there was a song that I did um, called Fuck, You Don't Stop. Mm. Uh, it was a time when I was coming back into, the, into, into, into music and I had all these songs that I was getting my confidence back and I was listening to my friends, listening to the new music I was making and stuff. And, and then I played them this song. And I was like, yo, what do you think about this song? And my friends are like, nah, they're not really feeling it and mm. blah, blah. I was like, what? Because I know the song was dope. Yeah. So anyway, fast forward, a few years went by. This song that they said it was cuck mm. was picked up in a movie. Mm. So, and then when I told them, yo, one of my songs got picked up in a movie. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh shit, that's dope and blah, blah. Um, send us the link so we can listen to it. And I sent them the link. They listened to that song. They all came back. Yo, that song is so dope. Blah blah. Oh wow. I was like, yo, now that, that was the same fucking song you said was was trash. Now that it got approved by. Yeah, now it got validated. It got validated. Yeah. And I was like, that was the last time. That was yeah. the last time because I was like, no, 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 no. There's a thing in that eh, where people. I I'm open to people's opinions and mm -hmm. stuff, right? So if you are gonna tell me something. I will listen to you, but mm. I, once again, I reserve the right to make my own decision at the end of the day. Yeah. So if, if I, and it also depends on who, who who's the opinion coming from? That's like, where, where does it come from? Like, thing. if you are, if, for example, if, if Malam walked into the room now mm. and he listened to my album and he would give me advice and stuff, I'm going to listen to the man. Yeah. I mean, the man is a professional. Yeah. yeah. But a guy that has never... That doesn't understand the concept of making music or creating music or oh. even playing an instrument or singing in the shower. Or writing one line. One line. <laughs> where, where is your knowledge coming where? from? Where is where? your knowledge? Where? Like, yeah. you, you, you can't just say things and, you know, expect exactly. me to take them. I, I, that, that's why I don't play music anymore. Like, if, if you listen to it, listen to it on Spotify or iTunes, which is available, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick plug. Quick plug. Uh, you know, in your own time. And that's it. That's it. I don't, I don't need to hear from you. I don't need to hear you tell me it, yeah. it, what you think about it. Because nobody calls Beyonce as a listener. Can you come play <laughs> your song for me in person? Nobody does that. Yeah, I'm, go on iTunes and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, go, go listen to it. Like, I don't mind. Like, I've got so much music out there. For you, I've got... So much music out there. A lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> Go check it out. Go check it out. Go listen to it. Have fun. If you don't like it, how's the line go? If you like my music, great. If you don't, fast forward. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. And I don't mind if you don't like it. I mm. really don't. Mm. I honestly don't. I haven't. If you don't like it, that's cool. I mean, you can't please everyone. You can't. We have no. to. You will drive yourself that's insane. It. I learned that a long time ago. Mm. So you just, you got to do you, man. You just got to do you. You got to do what feels right for you. And um, yeah, like, like there's a lot of songs that one, one person might think this is their favorite song of mine. Another person would say this other song is their favorite song of mine. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I don't like this song. I've, like this, yeah, I've gotten that. And, I, and I've had my songs also dissected to the spine because Why? people are trying to analyze it. And I'm like, just listen to the song, man. Oh, my word. <laughs> like... 
Um, uh, there was actually a, uh, who was it? It was my grandmother. Oh my god! When my song "Devil's Lipstick" came Where out. Where mama? Oh, I, I like that song. <laughs> Thank you. So that yeah, Malam did that song as well. Oh, so yeah. that song just came out, eh? And because of the song's title, "Devil's oh, Lipstick," yeah. I was like, I might get some backlash for the song. <laughs> but I mean, you cannot judge a book by its cover. Mm. So. If you go into the lyrics of that song, it has nothing to do with the with devil. The devil, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even remotely. Yeah. It has nothing to do. And I had mm. to answer all these questions. Why is it called devil? I mean, my grandmother just literally just wanted to know why is it called that? Is it? Because, like, she's very religious. and yeah. um, You're very open about your music with your family. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Like, look, my family, they, will, they won't know what I'm busy writing or anything mm. until it, it, com- it until, comes out. Yeah. So... You know, um, there was one song where I actually sway in the song. Oh. <laughs> and I remember my dad just looked at, looked at me. It's like, oh, why, why, why must you sway in the song? So I'm like, because it's real. I sway in real life. Yeah. Why must I hide that part of me That's in so my music? True. That's so true. You can't, you, you can't want to sugarcoat yourself because mm. this is not, again, this is not me singing somebody else's music. This is yeah. me singing my music. From my perspective. Yeah. So if something annoys me to a point where I swear, I mean, and I, and I, and I told my dad and my mom, like, mm. you guys swear. Mm. You guys swear randomly. My dad knocks <laughs> his toe on the, uh, against the table and the table gets sworn at. So, like, that is his form of expression. Yeah. It's the same thing yeah. with, with, with music. I'm not gonna, I don't swear in everything. Mm. Because I don't have to. I'm intelligent enough yeah. to converse with people without sweating them out. Even if I'm, am, you know, telling them off or something. Yeah. But, yeah, sometimes, like, you know, when, 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 when you're trying to get something to work and it doesn't work, and the minute you swear, it suddenly yeah. works, that is how I feel it is. Yeah. Like, it, it just gets the point it, across better. Because it, people can relate to it. Mm, it. It has a place in music. Yeah. I asked that some other time because I was, I started starting to make clean music. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked me, like, like yo like um, you don't swear in your music like why is that and do you, and also do you think swearing is necessary in music mm. i was like fuck yeah yeah if i'm upset i'm gonna swear in real life so i'm gonna swear in the, in the song as well so exactly it, it has a, it has a place for it yeah. in music i mean it's not you don't have to swear in every song no um, you don't but if you want to get a point across and you're angry and you want to express this point of view and express how you felt during that that Sometimes the best form of expression is swearing. Sometimes exactly. it is. Exactly. My, uh, I think it was my mom who was, uh, she had a school, was it a choir or a play or something? I, I can't remember whether someone recited something or sang something, but there was a swear word in it. Mm-hmm. And my mom told the kid, don't refrain, say it as it is. Oh, wow. Say it as it is. That is the message of the thing. That yeah. is how the, the <laughs> artist wanted to portray the exactly. Say it as it is. It. So you can't now. Like, don't, don't flip it down me. I'm your son. Now you <laughs> tell me I can't swear. Like, not that my mom ever told me I mustn't swear. Oh, okay. My mom was actually fine with it. She was like, okay. why, are you, why, why are you saying this? And she just laughed it off. Oh, okay. But I'm like, but I told my, like, told my family, like, listen, if you don't like me swearing, there is a clean version. Go listen to that. Oh, okay. so I will, you made a clean version. I always make okay. a clean version as well. Okay. So I'm like, if you are too sensitive about it, mm. then go listen to that version. Mm. What, what, what is the song Devil's Lipstick about? Though? Devil's Lipstick. That was a song that I also heard in conversation. Oh. Like, my friend actually gave me the title to the song without knowing it. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was busy speaking. 
and he was speaking about a girl and I was just sitting there and listening to this guy and the way he was expressing himself mm. right, it was like it's like this this story sounds very familiar yeah. like I could relate to him mm. and I'm like okay and then he said the actual phrase devil's lipstick and I was like that sounds interesting <laughs> and I just wrote it down quickly yeah. without telling anyone like you know just quiet yeah and then he was actually the friend that the friend that I got the title from, yeah. like he never knew that I was gonna actually write the song to it. Holy shit! So he was one of those people that I played the song for. Oh, okay. I was like, <clears throat> you literally gave me the idea mm. of the song. You can listen to. It. I think yeah. he was the first person to actually hear it. Is it? Uh, outside of 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 Malum and myself. Okay. So um, it was released and everything, and then I went on Spotify and I played it for him. And then he was like, you know what, it was like legit <laughs> what this experience was like and like, so yeah, so I wrote it from, from, it was also sort of an experience that I had, mm -hmm. but like, he just phrased it nicely, you know, like and he gave yeah. it a title even, without even knowing <laughs> it. That's heavy. But yeah, and it was, it, it's one of my favorite songs that I've written. I have written that song, I think three times over though. Oh, the, the original Devil's Lipstick sounds nothing like what it actually is now. Really? It has been worked on and changed and oh, wow. it got liposuction and tummy <laughs> tuck and everything. Go <laughs> <laughs> make over to what it was wow. um, now. Um, but yeah, that is, I'm never, I'm never really satisfied. I think, I don't know if that's a problem, but I've heard someone say that dissatisfaction is a creative state. Mm, so I know, yeah, it's like, you want to, it's like, are you fighting ghosts or what? Eh? Are you fighting ghosts? Uh, no, this thing is busy flying. Uh. What is flying? Is it? I think it's an insect of some sort. Yeah. Fighting ghosts. I'm just saying, I, I can't see what you're seeing, so. Look, if there was a ghost <laughs> in here, if there was like something behind you, I would calmly like just take this off, put it down, I walk out. I wouldn't even say goodbye to you. I'll just what? leave. I'll leave you quietly. I'm like, clearly, you have company. <laughs> I'm not going to participate. Wait, what? what? What were we saying? Uh, uh, devil's lipstick. We were talking about. That. Yeah, and then something. I was gonna ask you something just after that. Fuck this ghost. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. But okay, so how many? Okay, so there's ten songs on this album, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, what's the album called? It, it is called Wild Card. Wild Card. Yeah. I was. Why Wild Card? Yeah, I was not actually supposed to reveal that, you know, but I thought really? you know, seeing that people cozy <laughs> and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not signed to anybody and no one's gonna sue me, so fuck it. <laughs> why, why wild card though? Okay, wild, uh, wild, I was part of a band when oh, I first started really? with music. So um, I was part of a band that was called Wild Cards with a Z. At okay. Um, and it was my first band and uh, we chose the name because it was a wild card is, you know, it's that unlikely mm. candidate, you know, mm. to achieve something, yeah. you know, something amazing. Mm. And I thought like, when I started music, it was first a very l lonely journey because I wasn't interested in bringing any, anybody into it. Yeah. Uh, it was my thing and my thing alone at the time. And then I had a friend uh, who played the guitar. And I was like, okay, cool. And then his brother played the bass. And I never really knew this about them until like I actually got into music myself. And to my surprise, they've been playing instruments for a long time, actually. Oh, so wow. he could play guitar, he had the bass, and we essentially just needed a drummer. And we had a few. 
um, my dad was even one of them. Oh, yes. <laughs> he used to actually help out, wow. which is why, which is why I used the name Nolan in my stage name oh, because it's my dad's dad, name yeah. as well as well as my second name. So I thought it would just that's a nice kind of a, a tribute to him. Mm. And so yeah, so we were called Wild Cards, and we had a few gigs and stuff. And um, I remember twenty. Was it 2014 or four? I don't know. It was somewhere around mm. that time. But um, then I had a manager um, who then said, basically put this to me and he said, like, I can either go on my own mm. as a solo artist or I can, you know, go with the band. And the thing with the band was, um, yes, it was fun. And we made, we, we, Performed at some gigs and it was always really fun to work with him mm. and we worked very well together. Yeah. I mean, there was always an understanding and a respect uh, between us. And um, But the fact of the matter was that the music we were making wasn't our own. Okay. Um, and second of all, it's like they had, they, they, their lives were going in, you know, their own direction. Mm. And I wasn't going to be like, you know, at the end of the day, this was like, this was my dream. Yes. So like... If, if you can't be, you know, 100% committed to doing something, then rather just don't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and it wasn't like, you know, if I, if I could, I would have, I would have, you know, guys, come along, come yeah, with me. Yeah. But I knew that there was, because I took that step eh, in writing my own music, I knew there was so much more to be done in the music industry that it cannot be done halfway. Mm. You can't do it halfway, otherwise you're going to, you're going to fall flat on your face. Yeah. And... Um, I decided to go alone. I decided to go solo. I decided to, you know, put the band to one side and I was, I was going to try and do this on my own. So I started writing music on my own. Mm. Started coming up with my own sound because that, essentially, that's also a problem in the band because each band member has their own personality. There's oh, yeah. the way they play mm. the instrument and there are songs that they like that you don't mm. like and all that stuff. Mm. Whereas with, when it came to creative control, when I did everything myself, it was all under my control, it was all me. Mm. And that's how I got to, sorry, I got to understand myself as an artist mm. and as a musician as well. I knew what I liked, I knew what I didn't like. Um, and so I grew so much, but the reason why I decided to call the album Wild God, um, it's sort of a tribute to them, to my old band. Oh, okay. Because they, when I told them that, you know, this is it. Yeah. We actually, I actually spoke to them about the man, the, the guy that was wanted to manage me, wanted to see me perform first. Like solo? Yeah. Okay. Um, without being like in a band and stuff, okay. but like just me on my own and stuff. Uh, but we didn't have, I didn't have a back tech or anything. So I needed a form of instrument. So I had my keyboard with and um, I told my bandmates about this proposition and like I could get, you know, this guy could mm. want to work with me now. <clears throat> and they were so open um, to receiving the news. They were like, you know what, at the end of the day, it is your decision. We are your friends. We support you. That's so dope. So, and then they even offered like, do you need us to help you get this gig? Oh, like, wow. get this right. So they even helped me perform to wow. get signed by this guy. 
So they like knew that they like knew when we performed that what mm. that could be the last time that we sure. sing to get performed together, and um, yeah, that was quite it was quite touching. And at the end of the day, at the end of the night, the guy I wanted to work with me, so I went solo for a while after that. But even now, to to till this day, if I were ever to phone them up and say, "Listen, yeah, I got a gig yeah. and I need musicians," yeah. they are on it. They will That's be so like, dumb. "It's okay." So they are. 100% and they've always been in my corner even That's though so like dumb. our journeys have sort of taken different paths mm, now mm. Um, So yeah, that is why I got to the title wild card. It's yeah. just It's a it's a tribute to them. To them yeah. It's like the album is sort of like like the title is like the start mm. right okay. of the album so Using wildcard that was like the, the start of my career basically. Oh, so it's like, you know, we're starting it. from from yeah. the beginning. Yeah, that's so dope. Yeah. So the, what instruments do you play? I play the piano and the guitar. Guitar. Occasionally. Occasionally. The guitar occasionally. When did you yeah. when did you start like learning to play instruments? I was God, I'm so old now. <laughs> I'm turning thirteen two days. Oh, your birthday's now now. <laughs> like Tuesday. Sixteen, yeah. Uh when did I start? I started when I was sixteen. Yes, sixteen. Yeah. So um with music in your family? Yeah, my mom plays the piano as well. Oh. Dad plays the drums. Drums, yeah. Mom sings as well. Okay. Mom is a poet as well. Yes. Mom is an author as well. She can write probably a book if she wanted to. Sure. Uh, the artistic side I definitely got from my mother's side of the mm -hmm. family. Um, and my ability to hold a beat I got from my dad. Drums. <laughs> <laughs> I used I used to play like yeah. I started learning how to play the drums and I actually mm -hmm. had a drum kit of my own, but I just mm -hmm. had no time to. Because the thing is, if I want to try something, I want to do it properly, man. Yeah, I do it, like, you know, and there wasn't just time. I was busy with too many things to mm. use the drums in any way. Um, but yeah, I learned the piano or the, the keyboard at the time when my parents were playing the church band. Okay. And uh, we had space in a uh, storage space in our at our place mm. to, to, to store all the instruments for the church. Okay. So they would rehearse at our place and the instruments would stay there 24-7. Mm. So I was like, you know, there's a keyboard here, why not, why not, why not yeah. use it? And I remember um, my mom and my dad and my uncle, Johnny and Justin's dad. Okay. Yeah, he also <laughs> singer, musician. Mm -hmm. And they were playing, my uncle was busy playing guitar and my mom was on the keys and my dad was on the drums. And I remember sitting there and watching them, thinking, this is complete magic, man. Mm. Like, how are these people mm. doing these things? Yeah. Sorry, there was the shadow the ghost. ghost thing. <laughs> I don't know what this thing's problem is. Leave me there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, I, I remember watching, I was sitting, mm. I was standing next to my mom. So, and my uncle was opposite me. Yeah. And I was watching his fingers on the guitar and what he was doing. And I remember being so amazed. I was like, look at this guy. Mm. How long did this take you yeah. to do? And it was just it was amazing. And I looked at my mom and the way her fingers just moved. I'm like, mm. how does she know what yeah. to press where? And like, I would look at my dad as well. It's like, how does he know what to hit at mm. what time? And it was just, it was like, a, I was like a blank slate. I was a blank sheet of paper. Yeah. Um, just very interested in, in, in how this was made. Yeah. And when I think back to that day, like to think there was a time in my life when I couldn't play an instrument at all. 
it's weird because yeah. I mean it, it's been such a part of me for such a long time. I mean, like I'm in studio and I'm making music myself, yeah. and to think that I got to that point just by standing there and like, standing there and watching. And I used watching. to I watched my mom play, and I would memorize what she played. Like I would yeah. actually kind of because I would I remember discovering the pattern on the on the on the piano, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So they would over with when there was. There would be two black notes and then three black notes mm-hmm. and then two and then three, two, three notes. Yeah. So that's how I understood the pattern. I was like, okay, here we go. So when our fingers moved, I kind of remembered mm. where it went. And by listening to it and not actually knowing, I just found the notes that kind of yes. made sense or that yeah. sounded right. Yeah. And that's how I learned slowly but surely. I started playing like this. Oh, with one finger. With one finger and yeah. another finger. When I had to use my left hand, it was a mission. Exactly. But I had no formal training. Training. Not there wasn't a YouTube video I could watch. Oh, yeah, it was before. There was, there was, there was nothing. For the so. interwebs. Yeah, so I just, you know, play, and within <clears throat> a couple of weeks, actually, I got the hang of it. Oh, that's played, cool. That's quick. played a song from start to finish. I was so excited. Shit. And, but it took so much concentration. And then came the step of, of learning how to sing and play at the same time. That was something insane. Is it? Like, to get your brain to do that, it's like kind of you're tapping your head and rubbing the stomach. And oh, all that. that. It, it is your... At the end of the day, it, 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 it became like second nature. Mm. Where you could... Where I could play the piano with my eyes closed. And Shit. I don't need to see where I'm pressing. I can Shit. feel it. <clears throat> and that tune is just somewhere in the back of your head and your voice is doing a different melody to yeah. what you're busy playing. At the beginning, it was so difficult. But you know you get the hang of it as with anything. It's fucking hard, as, bro. As with anything. I, I can't even sing on autotune, bro. Eh? <laughs> I can't even sing on autotune. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck, man. Singers are all the fun, I think. If, if everyone, everybody can sing. Some just sing better than others. Yeah. That's <laughs> a very good way to put it. <laughs> Some just sing better than others. Nah, I fucking... Uh, I don't know. I'm terrible at it. You can, you can sing how crap, right? There is somebody that exists. Okay, wait, the ghost, there is, the ghost see, are with me now. Fucking ghosts are with me. The shadow people are in this room. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. no matter how poorly you sing, mm-hmm. there is somebody out there that is worse than you. <laughs> someone. Facts. There is someone. Facts. And there is someone that's better than you. Like even me, like I remember being in a competition, talent competition oh, years yeah. ago. Um, it was a very local, local competition. And... I got there, though, when I auditioned for the thing, I was like, I struggled a lot with self-confidence at that time. Mm-hmm. So I would be very cautious of putting myself out mm. there if I wasn't 100% certain that yeah. I could do something. Yeah. And with the, with the competition, that just threw me in the deep end because like, I auditioned and I went in there and I just remembered, I'm like, you know what? What's the worst that could happen? They say no. I get on with my, yeah. with my life. What I was doing yesterday, yeah. I'll do tomorrow. Mm. It will be. It's no big deal. So I just went there and auditioned, and I got the. I got in, and I remember the first live show that we had. I sat there. I'm like, oh shit, this is actually pleasure now because mm. every other time I performed it was for, it was easy. It was for pleasure. Yeah. I was out of sheer, sheer enjoyment. But now there's, there's and like now there's like there's something energy. on the line yeah. right now. I mean, yeah. there's a competition to win. And I, at initially, I made myself so nervous about that. Eh? Um, I would see artists get on stage. There's a girl that I'm actually collaborating with now on my album, um, What's Lady Sketch. Okay. Um, she, she sang 
and I remember looking at this girl and I'm like, where on earth, how is it possible for me to beat this? Yeah. I looked and I'm like, this is just impossible. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go and I'm going to enjoy myself and yeah. I'm going to do what I do and we'll see where I end up. Exactly. Um, I used it as an experience to, because we sang every week. Okay. So I, I used it as practice. I used mm. it as a way of seeing how I could perfect my preparation Yeah. Uh, from, from show to show. Mm. Um, there would be sh- a week where I didn't prepare as well because there would be brand new songs and like sometimes you just wouldn't learn them in time. And yeah. then you would actually think, okay, this is actually slow. This takes, this takes, uh, this is taking too long to learn. Mm. So there's something wrong with your preparation because yeah. you should be within a week. You should be ready for anything. Okay. So, I, uh, it 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 shocked me. It was like you know, okay, this is the level you need to be at to be prepared, and it's just that that in itself, mm. without actually wondering and thinking about the actual performance. Mm. Um, so yeah, that, that made me understand a lot of things about the music industry, that a lot of things about my own voice, yeah. uh, what I could do, what I couldn't do. There were points where I thought I couldn't do something, which I actually could do, which was... Uh, the competition did push me in that way. That's good, man. Um, it, 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 you would think a song would be too big for you until mm. you actually pull it off and you're like, why am I holding myself yeah. back like this? Yeah. And once you get the taste of that, yeah. then you become a bit greedy. Uh, and then you see how far can I actually push this yes, boundary? How far yes. can I push? And with people like Lady Sketch in this competition, I was like, holy hell, it, yeah. how do I beat this woman? And so I became a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we That's actually perf- cool. we performed together. Oh, I remember. Then there was a, the week she got voted off. Oh. And we were and then the next week we were supposed to do duets and now the plan was that i was always going to do a duet with, with her. her and then boom she was at the competition so Shit. i had to like basically get somebody else but then uh something happened in the competition where um you could get an outsider okay, to cool. perform with you so, you so i brought her back <laughs> she was eliminated <laughs> and the next week she's back and there's yeah. people looking like did we not eliminate this woman <laughs> how, how come she's back and um and we did so well together, and I hope, I hope that they sat there and they regretted their choice, ah, because she was, a, she was phenomenal. Um, that that's why I I I I'm collaborating with her now. I mean, like, I the artist I collaborate with, which is, which is actually something I want to speak to you about. Okay, <laughs> collaborating and all that. <laughs> um, we we spoke on 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 Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, about about a possible collaboration. And now we're in the streets. And now, now we're in the streets <laughs> and we're talking about it now. But like when, look, when I chose to collaborate with, with Sketch, I wrote a song. I wrote a song with her in mind, with that mm. voice in mind. Mm. It wasn't like a song that, that existed already that I just okay. decided, you know, I'm going to throw you yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. It was like, because I heard Sketch mm. and I know she, I got to know her on a personal level as well. And I know what she's been through. I know that she can, she can translate the feeling of pain to anybody. She mm. can, she can make you feel that. That's yeah. how, that's how deep her mm. voice is. And let's not talk about her range even, which is also is complete. She keeps, she keeps cracking on me because I always give her like, you know, high parts in a song. And he's like, can you not hear my speaking voice? I am an alto. And I'm like, listen, lady, 
I can hear that there's something in you that you're busy hiding from uh, me. And I used to push her a little bit, little bit, little bit. And she would just sing so well. She performed at Intimate Theatre as well. Is She did a song of um, Demi Lovato, Sober. Have you heard that song before? I'm sh- I, I Do yourself a favour and listen to that song. Okay. Eh? The way that Demi does that song, eh? she, sketch, does it just as well. Really? And there's a quality in her voice. It's so... Like there's almost like a raspy kind of smoky mm, tone to it. Yeah. It is it is so nice. That's awesome. And I wrote and I wrote that song with her in mind, but with all of her in mind, like who she is as a person, as an wow. artist, and all of that. And wow. even to the sound that I used, I I like I incorporated her style as well mm. in the song because I I knew it would fit. Mm. Um, we have another song that she's featuring actually twice. Oh wow! Um, on on the album, but on the second time. She, um, a guy by the name of EJ Roma, he's also featuring. Okay. Um, I featured on his album, on a, mm. on a track. Uh, so I thought, like, you know, I want to return yeah. the favor. Yeah. And That's again, dope. and again, it wasn't like there was a song, I'm going to throw these two yes. on. Yes. I sat there and I, the day before I wrote the song, I listened to EJ's album, start to finish. Mm. I listened to the entire album. And I got the sense of his vibe as an artist. Mm what he uses for his beat, like what beat suits him yes, the best, what yes. sound suits him the best. Mm. And I literally sectioned, like I, 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 they wrote their own lyrics for the song, okay. for their parts. But the section of music that I like, that I, see, I gave to them, yeah. um, it's all very them. Mm. So when Sketch comes in, there's like a beat that has this kind of an attitude, like ah, like Sketch is yeah, kind of that person. Yeah. She's the nicest person in the world, yeah. but don't fuck with her. <laughs> like, yeah. I have so much spit for her, like if you piss her off right now, she will tell you right oh, now yeah. what's what. Yeah. She won't let that shit fester yeah. at all. Um, yeah, so there's like a kind of sassy attitude when mm. she comes in. Uh, and when EJ comes in, EJ is mm. more of an R&B type of vibe. Ah, okay, gotcha, and gotcha. I don't really do R&B in, okay. in my music, but mm. I did that in that song, so it kind of flipped. Mm. So when he comes in, it sounds like that song was made for him. Is it? And then I have my own part, which is more my style, mm. I, I, what I'm used yeah. to. And the song as a collective, I think, makes sense because it, it's... It, it showcases our individuality as artists mm, as well, instead of just dope. being part of one song. Yeah. So we all get like, you know, a little bit and a little mm. piece. But that is why, like with, with you, for example, mm-hmm. if I said right today, I'm going to collaborate with you. Mm-hmm. If I cannot find a song that suits you, first of all, I would obviously listen to all of your stuff. I have okay. listened to most of your things already. Okay, thank you. So, <laughs> so like, they will, if I can't find a track, right, that you could just slip into, mm. um, then I would start from scratch. Easy. But And go with that in mind, like, you know, Easy. this is who you are. So what kind of song can we come up with that will, you know, mm. incorporate both mm. of us as artists? Because my, my, my aim, when I collaborate with other artists, when I have them on my music especially, mm. uh, my aim is for, if I collaborate with you, it feels, it's my way of showing you that I feel like your voice needs to be heard. Mm. And if I can help you in any way, yeah. even by just giving you a few bars in my song, yeah. I'm going to do that. Because, yeah. like, for example, uh, Sketch's voice needs to be heard. She, mm. It's amazing. It is really amazing. And we, we hear so little of these artists nowadays. True. All these gems are hidden away yeah. somewhere. 
and like you know any way that I can contribute to helping mm. get other people also up there because I know firsthand how difficult it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I've heard, I've heard your music as well, and I'm like, more people need to hear you. It is, it is impossible. That's right. That's right. It is impossible. More people it, need to hear me. More people need to hear you. That's and, right. And you know, if we can help each other in any way, yeah, man. Then, and you also build, you build your network like that as well. Exactly. I mean, you will start attracting their fans, for mm, example. Definitely. Uh, they will start to hear from you, and I think a lot of. I don't know, maybe specifically Cape Town. A lot of artists has this famine mentality. Like, you can't, it's like, there's not enough for everyone. So they, they don't want to see, don't want to put you on, they don't want to share the space with you. Mm. They don't want to, you know, in case like, no, you're going to be bigger than me kind of thing. Oh. And, you know, that bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. You don't get much collabs out here in Cape Town. You don't. Because people are too concerned with the ego. It's, it's big ego. They're, you're too it's concerned. Big, it's big ego. It's, the, it's crazy. The fact of the matter is, uh, like, I don't care how good or bad your voice is. Like, I don't compare you to me in the first place. Mm. So, um, if I hear someone who is, who I think is better than me, but like, let's be honest, I think a lot of people are better than me. <laughs> like, I go, I go into that mentality already. I'm like, holy shit, these guys. But I mean, there are, what you need to understand is also as an artist is that nobody, and there's not one person on this earth that can outdo you at being yourself. That's the thing. There's nobody on there's earth. There's nobody. So own your shit. Exactly. Own what you do. Exactly. Have that confidence to know yeah. that what you do is good enough. Yeah. And then whatever other people do, that's not, that's not your problem. Mm. It's not your responsibility. And, 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 the, and the thing about, let's say, like you said, let's say somebody who you work with or collaborate with on a song is better than you. Yeah. It's, it's going to push your game. It's yes. going to make you want to bring it more. And exactly. It's going to make you better. Like iron sharpens iron. You know? Exactly. And at the end of the day, it's about the song as well. Yeah, it's not about you. You have to take yourself out of it. Exactly. Kind of thing. And it's just about the project itself. Yeah. And not think about, no. Like, it's like, it's one thing I had to get over. is like, I would have these lines that I would write. And I was like, oh, but I love these lines so much. I don't want to take them out and mm. blah, blah. And why don't we do this? And I was like, wait, this is not about me. This is about the song. This yes. is about what's best for the song for the project yeah. then you have to eliminate like your babies yes, <laughs> you know yes, so yes, to yes. say because it's a part of you and you love yeah. it so much and you have this connection to it and you, do, and you want people to hear it you know by the end of the day it's like what works best for this song like what's gonna yeah. be what's gonna make this song the best version that the song could be yeah it's like stop holding on stop coupling feelings yes. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yes. and just and just eliminate make sure that the song sounds good and not just yeah, yeah what you want to force onto the song yeah because sometimes you get in your own way like that you do you, you get in your own you way do. i think that johnny and i actually discussed this while we were busy um making these songs and i remember telling him um because i help him with writing as well oh, yeah, so yeah. i i've written a lot of his material as mm. well um and I told him, listen, if we get to a point where this album is done, right, and you look 
we are done working now, mm. right? And you look at this album and there's something on an album, something on the song even, mm. that you do not like. Yeah. You reserve the right. You are the artist. Yeah. You can take it out. Take it out. You yeah. can, don't think that, you know, even if you feel like you like it so much, mm. um, but you know for a fact like it doesn't work. It doesn't work, yeah. Then you need to be brave enough to tell yourself, you know what? Yes. Put this somewhere else. Yes. It's not going to work. Yeah. Um, when I, when I write as well, it's not like what I write now. If I write a song today, tomorrow, I will look at it again and I'll go over it. I mean, like, what I thought was a good idea yesterday might not be a good idea today. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, your mind exactly. changes, your perspective yeah, your, changes. Your a lot mood, of your mood changes. Your mood changes. Um, yeah. uh, and your capacity for creativity, I feel like that also changes. I'm like, sometimes you hit a wall and... Um, yeah, have you never had a writer? Have you ever had a writer's block before? The only time I had a writer's block was when I was going through this depression, the part of depression. Mm -hmm. Then I could create nothing. Yeah. After that, dude, like, I could write anything, anytime. Yeah. Anything. That's, that, I, that is good. I, I never have an issue of, fuck, like, what's the song? What's the song going to be about? Or, the moment I hear that beat, I've listened to the beat. I've listened to the beat and I try to figure out what the beat's going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. The, beat, the beat has a story of its own. Mm -hmm. And once I once I have the connection with a beat, it's the song is done. Yes. And it, and and I'll probably like these days I write like about two hours. Yeah. The song is done. Entire song is done. The two hours. Two hours. Yeah, two hours. That's a damn good time to write to finish a song. There was one time, right? I had it was during lockdown. Um, I think level five. I got this message from one of the producers on Good Up FM. Mm. They needed me to write sixteen bars of something for COVID. Mm. or something now i put my phone off before i go to bed like completely off like and then i'll wake up in the mornings and i would work out and then i would put my phone on afterwards yeah. so on this particular morning I, I went to bed late at night and i did my workout and i only put my phone on i can't remember the exact time yeah. but i knew it was okay let's say it was 10 o'clock Mm. I put my phone at 10 o'clock, just after my workout. This is like before I went to shower. So I put my phone on and I see a message from one of the producers saying, I need this and this and this, but it must be by this time. Yeah. They need it by this time. And I'm like, fuck, I've got 20 minutes. Mm. Ah, fuck, I'm like, fuck, I'm trying to think what I'm going to do. This is how cocky I am. <laughs> I put my phone down, I take a shower. Yeah. I don't sit and write, uh, I take a shower. Fuck. I first reply, fuck, I only got the message now. <laughs> fuck, I take a shower. While I'm in the shower, I'm writing. There you go. moment I get out of the shower, I just record it and it's done. Sure. Within time, within time. Dude. You! Within time, that, that's how cocky I am, like. <laughs> so you, you, are a good, you are a good man when it comes to deadlines. Dude, like, I will kill a deadline. Yeah. I, I don't, like, for under pressure or anything like I, I, I kind of like I set my own deadlines also yeah because yeah. it kind of holds me accountable yes that's good like that's if I good. work on a project I say I'm making let's say I'm making an EP yeah, yeah. I'll say two weeks yeah. that's what I'm giving myself two weeks yeah. and I will fucking finish in two weeks dude. I, I did that and then COVID happened is it yeah, <laughs> it's just like you think so stop everything right now <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that's actually, that's very good actually. I was actually thinking now, like, do I, I could, I could 
if I was tasked to do it, mm-hmm. I could like if I someone told me the song needs to be done by today and brand new song, yeah. I could do that. I feel yeah. like I could. If, if you put your mind to it, if I put my mind yeah. to it, I I could do that. Yeah. Um, I can also write a song over a long period of time. Mm. Mm. Um, and there's something about about creating is like I try not to force it at any point. Mm. Um, so even if if I'm starting with something now and I feel like okay I'm a bit stuck, mm. I would I would leave it as it is. I would go I would have some coffee, you know, do something. Just mm. take your mind off it just for like for a few minutes. Yeah, and you come back into it. The, the trick is uh, <laughs> the trick is to kind of forget about what you wrote initially. Yeah. And then you just take your mind off, off it completely, do something else. Then you come back to your mm. lyrics and you come back to the music that you yeah. have. And then you read it from that perspective now, mm. where you are right now. Yeah. And then you would read and either you'll be like, okay, this is good. And it'll, it will, something will click in your brain and then mm. you'll be like, okay, then I can write this. Or then you'd oh, like just okay. a bit fresher. Mm. Um, it's either that or you read what you already came up with and be like, well, that's crap. Yeah. <laughs> what was what was I what was I, what was on here? My my writing process has changed over the years. Like, do you do do you do the same process every every song? No. So you change it like, up as well. A lot of the times, you know, like before when I started making music, I used to write all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Every chance I got, I used to write every. I mean, I'd be out somewhere yeah. and I get an idea and I start writing on like a chocolate wrapper or something mm-hmm. like writing like crazy. But I found. You know, when I did that, I would write about the same shit. It would sound sort of the same. Mm. So the moment I stopped doing that, and after I had this bout of depression, and yeah. I realized that, because the first song I made after that, very first song, it was so dope. It was so different. Mm. It was complete. It expressed who I was as a, like me, my personality, everything came out. And I realized, you know what? I never wrote in so long, mm. and I wrote something like this. I was like, what's the song called? Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. the finish, you know, it's like a song I did back in 20... I made the song in 2012, but only, re- only released in 20... Fuck, 2015, I think. Yeah. But anyway, and I was like, yo, this song, I was like, if I took that long of a break away from music and I wrote as my first song I wrote, like, I think I should just not write as much anymore. Mm-hmm. I only write when I need to. Mm-hmm. And, and that's been working for me. Like, yeah. I only write when I need to. Yeah. Like, if I... What I learned with this last project that I made, like it was, it's about getting out of my own way, yeah, and about not trying to force my vision on this music, mm. but allowing the music to speak to me and yeah. show me this is what I want you to write. Mm. This is what, and not try to. Yeah, man, it's like in the moment I did that, man. Then a moment I started writing quicker. Yeah, yeah. The moment the pen just flowed, you write with more clarity. As yeah, well. I wrote yeah. free and like before. I used to like go over lines. Ah, that line is too simple. And mm. Like there's a song, um, "Lose Control," that I made. Yes, this, I know that one. This, <laughs> this is line. Like I would never have made a song like that years ago, a mm. few years ago. But I just decided I'm gonna be as free as I as I could be. I wanna show another side of me. I wanna let this music show me what it wants to write and i wrote about experiences in in brazil basically that i had but this is one line in the chorus like so like so and Mm. i lose i would never have used something simple like that Mm. ever but i just decided it works it flows i'm gonna use it and 
and and and that's what I are right now. I just do it, and the, the the process has become so pleasurable. Like yeah. I don't even like these 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 songs that I write. Now, I, I'll write it. It's finished. Two hours, two and a half hours, whatever. It's done. I won't even revisit that. I won't mm. even say like, um, I'm gonna change this. I don't even do that. Yeah, yeah. It's done. Done that. I I believe in that so much mm. now. It's done. Only time I'll revisit it and possibly make changes is when I'm recording it mm. in the studio and I'm recording it and I'm thinking, okay, this doesn't work so well there. Let me just take that word out and move yeah, it yeah. around. But I won't even write that that change down. Mm. I'll make it on the fly. Like yeah, yeah. But I, dude. I, I don't know why, but that's just how I I do it these days. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel that that's the most organic. I think it mm. is. Um, and most of the time, nowadays I'll write, but I won't even sit in front of a keyboard and write. I'll like I'll do something else and I'll be writing. Yeah. So like I write in my mind, mm. and then when I feel like I've got some substance or it's almost done, then I'll type it out. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll, and it's done. But I won't like. Like, I promise you, dude, I won't even, like, while I'm writing the verse mm. and go back and go, like, I start to finish. Now. Start to finish, yeah. I'll, I'll, and, and, and once it's done, I won't even go, let me just check what I wrote here. Mm. No, dude. Done. I, I save the document. Done. Yeah, yeah. That's how I, 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 yeah, I know a lot of people who have a similar approach to, like, they are, you know, steadfast in believing, like, you know, what they wrote, what they got down on paper, this is good enough, you know, move on. Yeah. Um, there are a few songs where I have done that as well. I wrote it one time, you know, I'm yeah, happy. Yeah. I'm happy, it's cool. Um, but there are like a lot of songs that I would revisit a mm -hmm. lot. And um, just to, I, I, I honestly read it back eh, to see if it still makes sense to me. Is it? Yeah. To see if I can still relate to what mm -hmm. I say at nine times out of ten, the answer is mm -hmm. yes. Because even, like, it could be a sad song, eh? and, like, there would be a day where I go over this music, and I'm not sad at all. I'm actually quite, mm. like, you know, happy, and I would read this, and I would be like, okay. Yeah. Mm. And it was quite heavy, actually. Yeah. And I know it's like, right now, this is a good song. Mm. Because for me, it's that, it's, uh, there are so many combinations of lyrics you can come up with. No, like, that's nine, nine times out of ten, you are going to come up with something that's going to be very simple, mm. heard a thousand times before, but, like, sometimes there's beauty in simplicity. Yeah. It don't. It doesn't have to be overly complicated, complicated yeah, and 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 all you all don't. of these things. So like, yeah, like I don't mind writing another version of the song, mm. um, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. How do you say, edit that song and use some of that version and put it into this original version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> it's either that song or it's the the third it's version different. that I made, yeah. or it's the first version. But I'm not gonna be like, ah, okay, wait, let's move, ah, let's move this around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of songs that I wrote in my head, like, like this. I don't know if you know the song I did, Wakanda. Yes, yes, yes. Do like that song, like a lot of people won't even know this, but I wrote that song. I was so confident I wrote that song, like, and I've never written a song. Like always, when I wrote, when I wrote, when I, when I would write music, I would type it out immediately because you know, I'm gonna forget it, I'm gonna mm -hmm. forget it and stuff. I heard that beat before I went to gym and then I was so gripped by that beat, I was like, cause like, um, I knew exactly what beat, beat I wanted and I, and I had one line of the song that mm -hmm. I wanted to do and this whole thing was my concept because Madam didn't want to do this, yeah. this beat because he said it wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. And I just said, no, I, I want this, I, it's gonna work, blah, blah, blah. He sent this beat to me. I put it on. I never, I never, I put my phone on before, Jim. But he said he was gonna send me a beat, like that one night, and I, 
I put my phone off, so I decided, okay, let me just check to see if I got it, to see if I like it, if I don't, tell him I don't want this one kind of thing. Yeah. So I just put it on and I was like, whoa, I had goosebumps. Mm. And I started writing a chorus immediately, like immediately. Yeah. I had the chorus down immediately. I, I, normally I would just sit down and finish the song because mm. I had that, I was in that vibe, that moment. But I said, no, I <laughs> put my phone off. I went to the gym. Yeah. While I'm jamming, I'm thinking about the song. I'm starting writing, writing, writing. Now you would normally think that I would probably write it in my phone. Nope, I yeah. write it in my head. And then after that, I still went shopping. Oh, I was that confident that this song was gonna be still in my head. Yeah. And then I got home, and then I, I, I did other things. I didn't even write yet. Yeah. And then when I started writing, dude, I probably wrote like four versions of the song in one go. I don't move so lot. I just wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I decided, okay, wait, wait. And I just need Yeah. <laughs> this. <laughs> Slow so, down a little bit. Yeah. Like, I just went at oh, it. Oh. I just went at it. And 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 that kind of also taught me that how the different ways to write also. And mm -hmm. I just need to believe in myself that mm. I could do a song like this and like this, but I don't have to follow my normal structure yes yeah yeah because i'm always interested to hear about people who who write a song the same way constantly because like i have never been able to because i mean one song i would play or i would come up with is like i would consciously make the effort to actually go and come up with something mm. so i would sit by my keyboard or with a guitar or something yeah. that i could use for music uh whether it's like the program on my computer or whatever yeah, yeah. but it would usually be uh the keyboard okay so i would sit there and you know i would like think of like chords or something and i would just like come up with something and then the lyrics will follow after that, after that yeah. but then you would get days where i wake up in the middle of the night oh, and i go to the bathroom and yeah. on the way back i have a tune in my head and i start humming it and I lie in bed and I'm like, oh, I'm humming this tune. I'm like, oh, this actually sounds nice. This actually sounds good. And I'm like, I don't feel like getting up though. <laughs> like, but I, I knew if I fall asleep now, it's going to go away. So I got up and I would record the tune on my yeah. phone. And then I'd be like, okay, I got the tune. You got it, yeah. Yeah. And then I'll be like, I'm gonna go sleep now. The tune is now on my phone. Okay. It'll I be see, it'll yeah. be there you tomorrow. Like a voice note kind of yeah. Thing, yeah. But 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 Chad can't sleep though. Because yeah. <laughs> now more stuff's coming. It's like okay, ooh, that lyric sounds cool, or that mm. melody sounds cool, and then you start recording more things, yeah. and before you know it, you're sitting there with a laptop or a piece of paper or something, and you have something going. Yeah. <laughs> and then three o'clock in the morning turns into five o'clock, and then you're sure. done. And yeah, and then there are other occasions where the lyrics would come first. Mm. The lyrics would come. I would just get like a line or something I want to speak about or sing about or um, something that makes sense to me or something that mm. sounds cool. Just mm. be an isolated line. Yeah. And um, my first song, I remember, Closer. That song, the verse, the very first line of the verse yeah. came to me the minute I woke up. Oh, wow. And I just had that line. I had the, the, the lyrics and the melody that it was supposed to be in as well. And I just wrote that down and I was like, okay, we pulled from there. Mm. And I didn't, at that point, I didn't even know I was busy with a verse or a chorus or is this a bridge? Is this, what is this? Wow. It was just something that yeah. sounded nice. And then I was like, 
okay, and we kept going, kept going, and then eventually it grew into what Closer is now. Mm. And that was, that was weird because that was my first single and was the first time I ever wrote with that kind of approach. Oh, wow. It was always very, very strong. Like, I would plan to go right mm. now. And then I would have all my stuff in place. I would have my keyboard there. I would have... I'm, I'm ready. Like, you know, yeah, the coffee's yeah. here. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. And, like, sometimes it's not as controlled as that. Mm. I mean... You get ideas anytime, at, at any At any time. Um, I even had occasions where I would write a song and then... The, 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 what I take to the studio is just a very plain acoustic version of mm. it. It'll be a piano and me yeah. singing. That's it. And then the song would be there. And then I would go about making the music for the track. Right? Yeah. And then uh, when the music is done, I'm like, okay, this sounds good, eh? but like now like something is not sitting right. Mm. And then that's why I could relate to what you were saying is when you listen to like a beat and the beat mm. kind of needs to tell you yeah. where the song's going. Yeah. So I was listening to the music and I'm like, the music and the lyrics are not meeting each other mm. here. They fit, yes. yes. But it's like, I'm not yeah. getting the same vibe from the yes. lyrics as I am from the There's music. There's a disconnect, yeah. There's a disconnect. So then I would try, I'm like, okay, table that song. Mm. The song is still there. Yeah. But I have this music now. Yes. So I was like, okay, what if I tried writing to the music? To the music, yeah. And then... That's another approach I took. So the album even that I have now, mm. one song was this approach, another song was this approach. Yes. It all changed. It all changed. It was never ever the same thing. When uh, when is the album coming out? When it's finished. <laughs> I thought it was done. No, no, no. It is almost finished. It okay. is almost finished. Uh, okay. We were just... I was just like getting the music and all that stuff sorted and okay. it's just like a case of laying down vocals and okay. stuff, which is the funnest part of this. Yeah. I enjoy that the most. Um, I love the creative process of making music. Mm. Um, the editing, not so much. The editing is a bit long, long-winded mm. when you have to put everything in yeah. place. You know, because yeah. once you record what what you want to record, once you put it, ev what once everything is there, mm. then all your creativity or most of it is out already. It's out there. And then you just get new ideas while you're busy fixing mm. certain things. And mm. uh, so the creative process is what I enjoy the most. But I would say the album. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's so hard to pick a day because you don't know when COVID is gonna come again. <laughs> now I say it will come out in December, but yeah. it'll be December twenty twenty five. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> um, but realistically, I would like to target sort of November, December, around, okay. around about then. All right. Because there's so still there's, yeah, there's still a lot of there's still a lot of things I want to do. Like um, I do have certain ideas of what. I'm going to release as singles, for mm. example. What yeah. is going to yeah. be released first before the actual album? Mm. Um, but yeah, I give, I give my, I'm, I'm giving the ideas time to like sit in my head, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that I know that it's, it's a, it's a good choice. I'm not, I'm not going to say the right choice because who the hell knows what the right choice is? What <laughs> um, I feel comfortable with, you know, because like at some point you have to trust your intuition. You have to. You have to be confident. You have and to. Yeah. So I will, I will, I will see what happens mm. and then I'll just move from there Chad it was great thank you for coming to these streets it was a pleasure thanks for thank having you, me thank you thank you man uh, where can people find you on social media social media uh, Chad Nolan Music SA mm -hmm. that is my Instagram handle okay um, I'm predominantly just on Instagram at the moment but if you want to go on Facebook or Twitter it's Chad Nolan B 
So, okay. yeah, that is... And your YouTube channel? YouTube channel is Chad Nolan. Chad Nolan. You, you will find it, yeah. It just, right. it just covers right now at the moment, right. or most of them are. There's a cool acoustic version of Devil's Lipstick on there, so... Oh, cool. It's the only piece of original music that I have okay, on my cool. YouTube channel, cool. for now. It was a really great chat, man. I had fun. This is like the first proper conversation that I've had with you. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I think the was. first time I met you was at that one gig. Yeah, in, in Intimate Theatre. Intimate Theatre, yeah. yeah. That was, what, 2019 or something? Yes, 2019. And then, yeah, this is the, f I guess, the first official conversation. Yeah. But it was fun. It was fun, man. Oh, we yeah. should do it so again same, sometime man. when your album's out, I yeah. guess. I can push it some more. Yeah, 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 we will do, we will do. When yeah. we get there. When we cross yeah. that bridge, when we get to it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. Sure. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. What you doing out in these streets, lay rule? What you doing out in these streets? What you doing out? What you what you doing out? What you what you doing out in these streets? What you doing out in these streets, lay rule? We in these streets.